Well, guys, episode two, what, 274? Is it? I don't know, man. I missed a week. Wow. So. You missed a week? Did we record last week? No. Okay. We were absent. All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man. So we've been out of commission for about a week. Uh, oh, I saw you. That's what it was. We was out of the streets, not recording, though. <laughs> I, I was supposed to be sick. Yeah, <laughs> I was supposed to be sick, but I, I was, was caught outside. We, somehow we ended up at the same day party, right? Hey, man. Uh, yeah, I was in the area. Yeah, as that's I, like as uh, I tell some people. That's like the kid at school. You know, you're supposed to be out. Yeah, or you out of work or whatever. Do you see a coworker? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what's worse for me is that I don't realize how many you know how small the city is sometimes. Yeah, and how many people do know you and see you outside? Yeah. Until your phone start going off. And yeah. they're like, hey, so uh heard you out and about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you was sick. Yeah. It's like, man, see what happened was see like what happened. I've been was. in recovery and like I was feeling pretty good. And you know Y'all sick yesterday. Yeah, that that was that was old news. It was yeah, a bug. Twenty four hours. Yeah, man. And you know, now now I'm outside, you know, I, I was nearby. Went to go see some friends real fast. And uh honestly it was a good time though. Real fast. It was it was a good quick time and uh Shout out to Double R, shout out to Lex. He was there from opening and closing. Yo, yo, relax. <laughs> I, I was there for like shout out to Lex. an hour. Shout out to Lex. Uh, shout out to IQ was in the building. Um, and then uh, our vast group of friends, they were apparently were there. So yeah, man, shout out to everybody. And uh, and the beautiful ladies outside in the streets yes. of Stone Oak. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Nice. Uh, but yeah, man, we are here yet again, man. Uh, CSP boys back at it again. The bad guys. And we got a returning guest. Man, we're not the bad guys, man. I think, I'm a, out there, man. I think I'm a pretty good guy, actually. You know what I mean? No, the bad guy's good. I'm tired of running with IQ's narratives. Exactly. <laughs> we're not the ones slapping people left and right. There we go. <laughs> we're good guys around here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, of course, we got Mr. McNasty himself. In the building. Norm in the building. And of course, we got the cameraman in the background, Nemo. What is happening? My brother. The unofficial... Mm-hmm. The unofficial. Fourth member. The unofficial fourth member. <laughs> of CSP. A.K.A. Eddie Brock. There we go. Yeah, I love that. I get that yeah, reference. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. I like that shirt, by the way. Um, and then, of course, we got we got a, a returning uh, family friend of the show Yeah, I'm now. about to say, he's not even a guest, Not man. even a guest now. Yeah. He's just a family friend of the show. <laughs> like at this he, point. He shows like, up when uh, the streets need to need to hear some wisdom. Yes. Yeah. They need to hear about the... The toxic behaviors out here in the oh God, in yeah. the streets, <laughs> you know the disgustingness. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, let me make sure I got the, you know, now that we got to dedicate IQ sound effects to other people now, but Tick, we got Rudy sensation in Woo. the building. That's my drop. It is now. <laughs> I like it, man. Thank uh, you. Just in case y'all haven't seen Rudy yet on the, on the show yet, shout out the podcast first. Go ahead, sir. Uh, you may know me from TikTok. That's where I got my infamy and following from. I'm known as Rudy A. TikTok and Streets. TikTok Streets, yes. Yeah. And uh, I just talk about relationship advice, uh, mistakes I made in my past that I learned from that's made me become a better man. And also through that fame and whatever, that success, mm-hmm. I started the Rudy Advice podcast. And that's been going on for about a, a year now. And it's doing well. Yes. Yeah, I'm really well, proud we, of that. We've seen that, yeah. Yeah, you guys have been on the show. You guys were a part of like episode four or five at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, now it's it's growing, man. It's I have Sterling Cooper tomorrow morning. Whoa, who's, wow. who's this? Who's he's this? Like a retired porn star. Oh, shit. Yeah, and he's got he's like a part of the uh, War Room guys that's with Tate. So how does Andrew Tate? Uh, yeah. 
Them guys, they're good friends, man. I mean, it's it's amazing how things have just kind of grown so fast. Let's just get right there first. Yeah, let's get started. How did this connection happen? Wait, hold on. I'm here, too. Oh, yeah. We got to do the main star. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Holy Coming through your earways. Yeah, that sounded a little disgusting. Sorry. Sorry, people. I'm really a nice guy and a gentleman. But anyway, Rudy, carry on. Oh, no. How did I reach out to him? Uh, yep. I just emailed him. Mm -hmm. That's all I did. It, it, it's so weird how uh, there's this kind of barrier, internal barrier. You think that you can't get attention from somebody. But I just reach out to people and message them through IG or their uh, email. And they, they respond. And then he said, yeah, I'd love to. I've seen some of your stuff. And uh, I, I'd love to. And uh, we had to reschedule. That's how you know you're popping. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's going to be on uh, tomorrow. And then I have another woman. She's called Jordan Hayes. Uh, she's known as the horny housewife. I have her for oh. Thursday. So, uh, like yeah, I've been getting a, a flow of steady sex coaches and former adult stars lately. It's pretty cool. How did I get here? I don't know, but it's, here I am, and I'm taking advantage of it. Listen, man, I like <laughs> whoa, to hear whoa, this. Whoa. Watch out. <laughs> like, watch on. out how we use taking advantage. That's <laughs> well, a, enjoying it, I guess, is what I'm saying. I'm loving it, man. That's a little better, yeah. It's a little better. Just <laughs> <laughs> cut that out, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll bleep that. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. But, no, uh, retired porn stars. That's crazy. Like, do you still fuck like a porn star after you retire? It's work, man. Uh, I'm sure he does. I mean, I'm, you got. I mean, you can't let that go, right? Especially that part. I really don't think that porn stars fuck like that. Regular. Yeah, I don't think that like regular intimate settings. They're just like, nah. Let's just do some regular stuff. Yeah. You yeah. know, like the normal. The normal stuff, yeah. I mean, uh, I'll ask him tomorrow. <laughs> and hey, find hey, hey, you, uh, you smash regular? <laughs> or are you still on porn status? What's we'll, we'll the over a list of questions for him? We got you, right? Oh, yeah, we should. <laughs> yeah, send it my way, dude. Oh, that's a really good one. I have some friends who wanted to know. You know, I'll ask them. There we go. Day. Yeah, we'll try yeah. to make them not sound creep-like, <laughs> the, the questions. <laughs> yeah. But that's, uh, that's uh, so with uh, having these type of guests on the show, like, um, how would you say it? Like... Do you prepare like differently for these new newfound guests of yours? I do. I mean, anybody who comes on the show, uh, just like you guys, I'm pretty sure like you have a guest, you want to do some research and you want to at least learn a little bit about them and ask them questions that they don't get asked a billion times. You just mm -hmm. kind of make it uh, yeah. just, just to make it more like, hey, he, they did their homework. I feel honored. Thank you so much. And uh and my I, podcast is very different. I, I treat everybody like a friend. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 what I say? wait, 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 <laughs> do you research on porn stars? You mean Google him? Google him. Yeah. You gotta go watch our videos. <laughs> you gotta do all that. Well, he's retired, but uh, he does have a YouTube channel, and he's his whole ever since he retired, he's now doing coaching for young men. He wants to coach men how to be better lovers because apparently guys don't know what the hell they're doing out there. But he's coaching them how to be better lovers yeah. and how to eat right, how to keep your testosterone levels up, which I admire. You know, mm -hmm. he's not preaching a lot of like hate rhetoric. Yep. But he's just wanting young men to be the best they can be, and I actually am tethered to that because that's kind of my mission as well. There's a lot of young men out there who don't have a male uh, mentor or father figure to look up to, and there's, they're raised by single mothers, and they're just lost, mm -hmm. and they don't have that, that role model, and that's why they uh, look at Tate and all these other guys, and they, I want to be that way, mm -hmm. and some of them may be a bad role model, some may not be, some are toxic, right? So I like to put advice out there that I would tell my son, like, this is the way you want to look at life and learn from your mistakes. So I, I, I like coaches out there that are preaching and fighting the good fight. Let me start. Let me mm. start controversy hour because fuck it, we're here. <laughs> you said something that I found really interesting. Uh, okay. Andrew Tate, man. Mm -hmm. I feel like Andrew Tate's rhetoric comes from somebody that wasn't raised with the father. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's weird to me that, not weird, a lot of the 
younger guys to look up to him for that. I feel like um, it's continuing the cycle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, I know Andrew Tate's story a little bit. Uh, I ain't talking about his belief system, whatever, but like his relationship with his dad, you know, is a, his dad's like a world-class chess player. Was a world-class chess really? player. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like grandmaster mm. level of the States. And I'm pretty sure Tate grew up with his mom. Him, his dad didn't have like that the best relationship or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I almost hear like the the pain in Andrew Tate's voice with some of the things he yeah. says. Like I can hear the hurt. I, yeah. I, I honestly think like, and this is just for me uh observing some of the stuff that comes out, right? Mm -hmm. It's uh more or less I can see the where there's pain maybe in where, where he comes from, you know, his mindset. But I also think that like even if he has some valid points, like because I know, you know. Just like anybody else, I, we don't have to agree with everything. Right, right. But I think that some of the youth that do really take this uh, advice to heart, mm -hmm. uh, some of them are taking the message the wrong way also. Yeah, and uh, I want to be clear. I don't like Andrew Tate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't like him as a role model because um, it, the problem is, thing, one thing I've noticed since I've been on social media is that our words have power. And I didn't know that. I mean, it's a fucking TikTok. When I first started, I'm putting 60-second videos of just things I learned. Uh, and I'm thinking it's just a TikTok. It's yep. nothing. But there are men out there that were on the verge of committing suicide. Mm -hmm. And they heard my video, and they said, no, I'm not going to do it. And they messaged me mm -hmm. and said, bro, I was about to do this, and I saw your video, and it gave me hope. And I'm getting emotional, emotional because it made me cry when I first saw that. I'm like, holy shit, really, man? Are you not fucking around? And I get, I've had three or three men have emailed me said I saved their lives because of my videos. I'm like, it's a fucking TikTok, but yeah. it's words and it's stories and they impact people. I've even had women who said, I'm leaving my husband. I tried for years to make it work and now I'm getting divorced and you inspired me. I'm going to do it. So I'm like, holy shit. I didn't tell them to leave. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. I didn't. Don't. I didn't say leave <laughs> Yo, your leave husband. Your, leave your man's. But they're listening to my story and they're like, oh, "Wow, this is inspiration. I want to do the yeah. same thing." So I was like, "Holy shit! I better be careful with what I say." And when it comes to Andrew, his takes are so. When I first saw him, I thought he was like, "Okay, who's this guy who stole the rocks persona?" Yeah. He's got the glasses on. He's loud and vocal and authoritative. I'm like, that's not original. But to young men, that's like, "Hey, I want to be that way." Look, he's rich. He's got muscles. He's got Bugattis. He's got bitches. All these other shit. But. Mm -hmm. A lot of people just listen to the takes, the viral takes. They don't listen to – just like articles. People look at the headline, they read it, but they don't read the article. Yep. And I think a lot of young men are very, just going the wrong bait. way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like listening to the viral takes versus like the true message. And I think he can go about it in a safer manner. Yes, I agree. I definitely – I see that. Hey, do I sound robotic? No. I don't. I sound like like robotic on these headsets. I'm sorry. No, you sound like – you know, I'll joke side. Yeah. You sound like somebody with the very popular podcast. It's like, <laughs> you, know, you know, no, all jokes aside, you know, like when the uh, mics and the cameras come on, mm -hmm. it's like, it's not a persona, but you're very. You're on. It's on. Yeah. That's that's the only difference, though, because you know, like we downstairs talking, it's just kind of like, mm -hmm. as soon as those mics cut on, that red light comes on. It's, it's, it's like, go time. It's go and time. And to be honest, it's something I developed over the past six months. I wasn't like this before. Really? And getting, it's getting more confidence in your voice. Yes. And who you are. And like, oh, this is what I believe. And, uh, you know, you have to find your voice and who you are. And I, I think I'm getting there. It's funny. Um, I actually noticed that. When I see, um, you know, I see your post come up. And uh, it is a, a, I won't say a different level. There is a confidence, uh, almost a cockiness in a good way, though. Mm -hmm. Pause. But you believe what you're saying. Yeah, uh, I, I and, and there's do. a big difference. I, I would hope so. Other yeah, people, <laughs> yeah, uh, you could tell like they're just saying things to say them. Mm -hmm. It's like, do you really believe that what you're saying? 
Yeah. And with you, you come off as like, no, like this is my belief. Passionate. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that's good though. And thank you for that because I know, uh, I guess because of the people that keep email emailing me and telling them I've helped them, it's like now almost in the thousands of the people that I've helped. And I know it works because, you know, I'm kind of like a living example that my life is in a good place. I have the woman I've always wanted. I'm in mm-hmm. the healthiest relationship I've always been in. And uh, again, this is the advice I tell my daughter and son. And I just want young men out there who don't have that adult role model or that mentor to hear that message. And one by one, I'm getting them. But a lot of them tend to gravitate to the sexy takes like that whatever podcast or the Fresh and Fit podcast. Yeah, They like those because they highlight these women. And those podcasts, in my opinion, are full of shit because what they do is they bring women. And I've had a few female friends who have been on that show. Mm-hmm. And they tell me, like, hey, we want you to come dress like you would dress in the club, the sexier, the better. And uh, we're going to give you drinks to get them drunk. And these are young women in their early 20s, maybe no later than 25, who don't have any life experience whatsoever. They get them drunk and they ask them questions and, you know, they're going to have their opinion, whatever it is. And these young men see that and they think, oh, that's all women. All women think that way. And that's not true. I mean, that's just a small percentage of women. So a lot of them are just kind of fueling that hate and that um, stereotype of the women out. Modern women are trash. And Mm -hmm. I don't like that. Yeah, I could kind of see that, and because <clears throat> how, kind of how you said uh, they're bringing them on, it's, it, it is obvious that you know they're the drinks are there, they're getting intoxicated, they're they're saying answers that are not making the best of sense to right. a, you know a sober, sane person who's watching from afar, and you know unfortunately these things cross our like feeds all the time, the virals, yeah. Um, yeah. and I guess when it comes to that, you know, at the same time, it's just like. Some of these people either they're just naive to the whole thing and they're just going with it, or they just want that you know few minutes of fame because it's mm-hmm. a popular show, and it, and it's unfortunate because people are really making themselves look like silly out there. Like it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's the same thing when you see those interviews with those guys. Like it's like three in the morning, the clubs closed and they got the on the street interviews, interviewing oh, yeah, women, yeah. and they're, they're drunk and they're yeah. just being honest and being silly and having a good time. <clears> but that <throat> guys see that and they have zero experience with women and they go, oh, that's all women. And then they have this animosity yeah. and this thought, this thought process of them. Like, and I ask all these young men who like call me simp and shit. Like, go, women are trash, man. Why are you fighting for women? I'm like, well, one, I'm not fighting for women, but two, your assessment of women is that based on real life experience or what you see on your phone? And all of them are like 18, 19, and that's they, they're they're learning about women through these viral videos, which I think is a detriment. Yeah, yes, I could definitely what, see that. What do you say your um your target audience is? Uh, it, well, actually the demographics, I, I have those, my main one, it's, it's funny cause YouTube is different. TikTok is different and, uh, Facebook is different, but mm-hmm. the majority is 25 to 35 okay. people who are looking to get married and get into a relationship or people who got divorced and now looking to start over. Mm-hmm. And there's like a, that's my main demographic and it's 50, 50 men and women. Okay. That's what, that was my next question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right, right, right across the board, 50, 50. Mm-hmm. Is oh, that well, like surprising to you? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess they, a lot of people say that I'm kind of fair. Like, uh, you'll never see me, like, bash women on my videos. I may, like, point out a particular behavior or trait that's toxic and say that's shit. But, again, you all of us here in this room are old enough to know, like, there's, women aren't trash. There's just a lot of trash people out there. Yes. There's, like, horrible people out there. So we have to be careful with who we allow in our lives. But I'm fair, and I think that's translated in the demographic. Yeah, because I see you always, uh, usually you post, like, um, if it's, like, Top ten reasons mm-hmm. men cheat. Mm-hmm. It's also top ten reasons women cheat. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah, like you're, yeah. You're pretty uh, balanced. It's a balance. With your, uh, yeah. With your take, if you're gonna do like, you really don't do anything. Just 
just this gender. Like, yeah, it's like whatever the topic is, I'm going to talk to about this man. We'll talk about these women as mm-hmm. well. So I do think that's uh, pretty fair. And I think because of the, it's because I have a, a daughter and, and two sons. Because mm-hmm. once my, when, I don't know who has a daughter in this room, but when you have a daughter, it changes your worldview on life, man. This guy, it does. You just see the world different when you when you have a daughter. Maybe you become a little bit more sensitive to things, but uh, I see what she goes through. I see her struggles. So I, that's kind of like where I'm speaking from. It, it totally changed me. So. Yeah, I, I will, gotta, will say. I think our daughters are the same age too. My daughter's eighteen. Mine's twenty. Okay, yeah, okay. we're close, mm-hmm. close enough to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we know all the uh, their dating stories yep. and you know <laughs> what they're dealing with with uh, boys and this that and third and yeah. Also, their homies, the homegirls, and yep. you know, homeboys. They and, tell me everything, man. Yes, and a lot of the times is they don't have involved parents. Yep. Or they're, they're single moms, and the mom's bringing boyfriends left and right, and the daughter's saying, okay, I guess that's what's healthy, is my mom's bringing these guys every few months, a different guy in the house, and that's unhealthy, man. I but, will say, uh, the question I did want to ask, uh, mm-hmm. in the in, in the interactions you're having with a lot of these people, like whether it's through social media, them emailing you, however, um, do you see less people like uh, willing to go through like with things like marriage, and things that sort just because of the times, you know, things are everybody feels like things are different and they are influenced by the social media. Yeah. Like right now, there's this huge uh, like push against marriage. I'm never getting married, you know, until the court system's fixed. Women ain't shit. Modern women ain't shit. Uh, men are too feminine now. There's no masculine man. So everyone's anti-marriage. And you know what? I don't blame them because social media and our phones can really change our minds. I mean, fuck, dude, there's people that think the world's flat. <laughs> so I mean, Shout out depending to, on what mind. you see, <laughs> it's depending on what you see and watch all the time, and uh, that's what your phone's going to feed you. And all they're seeing is divorce, divorce, divorce. Yes, divorce rates are high. Uh, they see that guys are being sent to the cleaners after they get divorced. They can't see their kids, so that's all they see. So if I'm a young, impressionable kid, fuck marriage. I'm mm-hmm. not going to get there. And and speaking from experience, I see that, and I know that's just the the ex- the extreme exceptions, the extreme viral stories. Those are the ones that get hits. Those are the ones that get circulated and shared. The good stories don't. So uh, I don't blame them for being anti-marriage, but that's why I consistently speak. You need to think about it. I don't think, one, after thousands of people that I've spoken to, I think there's two things. One, not everybody's cut out for marriage. Agree. Yeah. There's only a small percentage of us who are programmed to be, all right, this is me and you for life. That's it. And then there's the seasonal marriage people who like, okay, I love you but it's only going to be for like seven years. Mm-hmm. And I think those are the two types of people that I've seen. So again, it's not for everybody, just like everybody's not cut out to be a parent. I agree. That's a fact. Yep. Yeah, it's sad, man. It's sad. But uh, again, I think a lot of things that lead to divorces, they say 80% of divorces are filed by women, which according to the attorney that I had on my podcast, that's true. But I, you know, seeing growing up with you know family and female friends, I've, I know there's a lot of shit husbands out there. And I know a lot of women that I've met who and dated fought for years to try to save their marriage, and they couldn't, so they filed for divorce. So a lot of times, so they say that stat, I'm saying, okay, I'm sure 80% of women file for divorce, but I'm sure out of that 80%, 30 to 40% of those husbands were shit, and they left them no choice, or they were abusive. Mm-hmm. So, and again, that just comes from experience and just the stories that I get all the time. Man. And also, I think men are, um, a lot of men are, they don't want to be perceived, like a lot of men don't file for divorce because... They don't want to be the one to make the move to be seen like the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Like it's almost like the safe face. Like, yep. There's a this that's fucked up, but fuck it. You know how many dudes <laughs> like I know <laughs> that don't want to be in relationships, and like you know how they say like uh, 
he got caught cheating, or this at the third. It's like yeah. he wanted to get caught. Yeah. Like this was the exit plan. This was the exit plan for him. <laughs> I was trying to get you out. Know what I'm like, like all these things, you know, he's an asshole, he's doing this. Like, mm-hmm. no, that was just the plan because they couldn't, you know, I guess man up and tell you it's over. Yeah. Like, it's all, it's almost things. like uh, for example, uh she even if I use myself, you know, in, okay. in my uh long time ago dating experiences. Yeah. Cause I don't really date like that that much. Really? Uh okay. okay. Not not like not like serious relationships. I, I'm just kind of, you know. I'm like you though, mm-hmm. new kiddo on the block. So you know, it's I'm doing that. I'm doing the fatherhood shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, like in the dating uh, pool, it'd be like you know once you know it'd be like yo, I'm not feeling that no more. You know, so you find that exit plan, right? Mm-hmm. My route's not typically being the dickhead, but like I start, you know, I will show signs and like I communicate that I'm out. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes I get seen later, mm-hmm. and like I'm having such a ball with somebody else, right? Yeah. And I'm having a good time. But yeah. it's like, nah, because the chemistry's there. And it's like, you can't compare yourself to that because, you know, you, you're a different person. Right. And a lot of these people are doing the comparisons. And I'm like, that's why I have an issue with uh, sometimes with people taking full-on advice from social media or, like, from a particular pa- platform. Mm-hmm. Because you can't always uh, associate that example with your own. No, you can't. And some people just run with that shit. And that's why I feel like so many women are on that whole, like, men ain't shit type of stuff because of, you know, their girl's advice or what they saw on the internet. Mm-hmm. And that part, I'm like, at the same time, you got to evaluate your own situations. Yeah, yeah. And you're absolutely right, man. A lot, a lot of people uh, compare themselves to social media. Like, what they see, although she looks happy, look at them, they're traveling and all that. And we all know that people uh, post only the good things on social media, but deep down, they're, they're, they're horrible. And uh, I, I recently opened up an account on Facebook, and I stayed away from Facebook for, the, for whatever reason, but I finally started an account. I'm at 40,000 followers on Facebook, and I've had so many husbands and wives who message me. I, there's this long-winded message this woman sent me a couple days ago, and I looked at her profile. From what you can see, fucking happy. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading her profile, and she says, I haven't had sex with my husband in two years. I'm not attracted to him anymore. He doesn't satisfy me sexually. I only married him because he was a good man. And I feel horrible. I should not have married him, but we're 10 years in. What do I do? Mm-hmm. And, dude, it's oh, fucking crazy how many men and women rush into a situation or portray that life. Like, hey, we're great, but... Yep, behind closed doors. They're fucking miserable, dude. Yeah. That's the thing that happens too much, though, is uh, marriage for the for not enough reason. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that one reason of, oh, you was just a good man. It's like, but what about... You didn't check off the boxes for the... The other things that, you know, maybe requirements that you look for in a, in a relationship, yep. like you, you didn't do any of that. Nope. And I, and it's crazy because I know a handful of like, uh, I'll say women because I mainly know women, but most of them who are in relationships, marriages, they got in for who knows what reason. They, mm. the person was cool at the beginning. It's like, nah, what's, you, the, what's the saying? The first marriage is a uh, starter marriage is for love. The second marriage is for business. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that, dude. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> it's like the first marriage is, you know, lovey-dovey. Yeah. yeah. But the second marriage is like, you know, listen, this shit makes sense on paper. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. you don't learn. You don't, you already went through the bullshit. You yeah. already know what comes with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, now it, it's just kind of crazy, though, because I'm like, for me, I feel like if I was even to consider a marriage, there has to be like, my whole checklist has to be, you know, checked off or at least a majority. What are some of the big points of your checklist? Uh, big- besides, like, personal characteristics? Yeah, like, like what's, like, a, your top five or, I don't know, your three? I mean, of course, I mean, loyalty sounds funny. 
But in, in a way, it's like, let me see how we are in the long run. Because mm-hmm. I can't base our relationship on short-term right. type of stuff. You know, like, I think it's silly when people uh, move in together after, like, a few months. That's dumb. Like, to me, that's I think that's ridiculous. I don't even think you really get to know the real person until, like, maybe a year or two in. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. So... Like to to say that like oh I got to take it to the next level with somebody who I've dated for under a year doesn't make any sense or if you get pressured into it by that significant other mm-hmm. you know what I mean so pressure is one thing that I I look for you know li- those little red flags that uh of things that I don't that I'm not liking mm-hmm. or the rush you know that stuff no nah. and not only that but like how much do you change along the way like after a year oh yeah how different are you from day one. Mm-hmm. You know, are you are you are those characteristics I liked at first? Are they gone already? You know, it's like little things like that. Yeah, it, that makes total sense, man. And um, I I recently learned uh, the the people who move in fast. Uh, there's women who told me, yeah, he was a great guy, and I helped him buy a car. I'm like, well, how long did you date? Oh, a few weeks. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah, you co-signed for a vehicle. That's Pepe, you, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that, that is who's Pepe. <laughs> Full on pimping, pimping, pimping. Oh, pimping! I said pimping like the friend of yours. <laughs> no, that's 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 pimping right there. That's big pimping right there. Yeah. That's right. There's like these uh, uh relationship attachment styles, and those are the anxious ones. The anxious attachment styles, are the ones that need to put like debt, lease agreements, uh, something, uh, getting a pet that kind of like secures their their like their, their confidence. Okay, he's staying, she's staying because we got this, we got that. Mm-hmm. So those are the anxious type of uh, relationship attachments out there. So you, you have to be cognizant of those people. Like there's a lot of people out there who are dating for the wrong reasons, who aren't comfortable in their own skin and only find happiness when they're with somebody. And it's like uh, then to your point, one or two years is a solid enough time frame to see somebody in all their seasons, you know, at their worst, at their best. Mm-hmm. You know, when things don't go their way. Do they get fired? How do they react? Do they Go into a bottle of whiskey, or do they go and build a resume and get you know? You yeah, want to see they get them. back to business. That's life. Life is not easy, so you want to see them in all those trials. And I think a lot of people don't do that anymore. <laughs> I think a lot of things too that they don't consider. Uh, what comes with the person they're dating? Uh, whether that's family. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like if there's already like a troubled background, or you know, or kids, right? Yeah, that too. Like you kind of want to you you want to study all that, especially if you're taking on kids that ain't your own. Uh, you know, how are these kids? Like, are they decent? They good in school? Is it going to be? Am I in for a headache? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that shit that happens. You know. And would you not? Would you not um, date a woman because she had badass kids? No, like, yeah, fuck them out. Like horrible kids? Like, no, I wouldn't. Okay, example kid. of how trash these kids are. I don't know. Whatever you consider. Whatever you Hell consider no. not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. Not conducive to how you would raise kids, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's all relative. Man. Like, you know I, what I wouldn't, I wouldn't. No, it'd be yeah, it'd be hard because like I had, I like to hold my kids to a certain standard, and I'm just like, you know, I make sure they don't act like the kid licking the floor at the store. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like the kid that always glides under the damn shopping cart. <laughs> like, yo, that's trash, yo. Your kids are certified oh, trash, and so are the parents. Cause they letting that shit happen. Yeah. So that's already like you know shit like that. And now, but sometimes the kids are older, mm-hmm. so you know now I have to like look for something else. Like what? What is you like know what, how? Like what you say if the kid could like whoop your ass? Oh, I've never shit. been in that situation. That'd like be, if he's like be... a super athlete and just big yeah, and an man. asshole. Shit, <laughs> you gotta deal with. But these sixty year olds are different. D one athlete. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm. 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 Like, a, like, like hey, how, how's it going, there, little man? <laughs> like he called me little, little man. man. 
Oh, yo. <laughs> That'd be funny as shit, dude. Ah, man. I might take that a certain kind of way, man. You say, yo, he I wouldn't like that. Shake your hand. It's an like yeah. extra firm ah, grip. Right. You know? like, like more firm than yours? Yeah. So, so what, what, yeah, what plans you got with my, with my mother? Hey, yeah. not only that, but like he does a little knuckle thing on your head. Yeah, he picks you up. You, you know what I'm saying? What you gonna Damn, do, like you're man? a child. What you gonna do, man? Man, I ain't. Yeah. I'm she disapp- the one though. I'm disappearing. That is funny. She's the one. Oh, but she the one. She the one. Like she you? perfect. Everything else is perfect except all the checks five. on the list. He's six five and he talked to you like he's the alpha. He's the <laughs> alpha in the house, man. What you gonna do, man? Damn. Well, if we're like animals, I never thought that through. Yeah, you, I mean, we're all animals, right? You're gonna have to battle him to who's the supreme alpha. Over you gotta time. think about this, especially yeah. you get up in age a little bit. This is like the women you're gonna be dating in the next ten years. Yeah, you gonna be dating women with kids that are eighteen years old. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, see, see, star, star, baffled right now. Like, shit, I don't know how to handle this, man, man. dude. This is this is different, man. You you don't. You didn't open my mind to something totally. Now it's like I don't even want to date nobody with kids now. <laughs> so what? What if it's that one kid? Like, let's say the kid's three right now, and that's the potential kid who's gonna be like that. But women deal with this too. On the flip side, like yeah. dating a man that has a daughter that's like, uh, kind of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not aggressive, but maybe snappy because she's projecting her mother's energy. Yeah, mm, yeah. Into the house, you know what I mean. Yeah, some of the uh, obstacles as because my kids were like in their late in the mid teens when mm-hmm. I started dating, and I dated a lot of single mothers in San Antonio. You know, there's like tons of them. So I remember there's a couple of them that I, I actually liked, and we got along great. And I had this rule like, no one's going to meet my kids for at least six months because yep. I don't know if you're uh, uh, crazy or loca. You know, yep. I don't want to bring her to my house. She goes crazy. So some of them worked out, but it's like, okay, we got along great. Let's introduce the kids, and guess what? The kids don't get along. Oh yeah, yeah. Their kids and your kids? Yeah, the kids didn't get along. Yeah. And we we go, what's wrong? And they just her daughter was just a total bitch and just mm-hmm. was so I don't God want damn. No, she was a little, she was a little, she was a little bitch, man. But anyway. Oh Jesus Christ. She was just very uh <laughs> like he said it, not me. No, I said it, yeah. I said it again. She was a little bitch. Hey, we're good, we're, we're good guys over here on this side. But she was just so like sucking her teeth like that hot Cheetos girl, you know, just like I don't want nothing to do with them. And uh, she just had all this attitude, and she didn't want to work with it. And we you say Hot up. Cheetos girl? Hot Cheetos girl. You know what I'm talking about. What the hell is that? The Hot Cheetos girl. Like a mean girl. You mean girl, Miss, uh, you know, thinks she's all, her shit don't stink, all that. Man, I like a girl who eat Hot like Cheetos. That, uh, oh, my God. Like, little cheese in it. But that 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 ended up being, like, kind of the end of the relationship? Yeah, because the kids didn't get, didn't get along, and uh, I saw that she wasn't going to, like, at least work with her daughter. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, fuck that. I mean, I'm not going to put get the house and have these kids live together. Like, no. So I, we broke you up. You know what the what another problem with that is? What? Is the, uh, we're the opposite parent, right? Let's say you, you're in that situation of the mm-hmm. dating pool. You have your kids. She has her kids, right? And then whenever her kids are the ones acting up or they yeah. need, like, uh, some discipline, the mom is on... Like, not having it. You know what I mean? And then it's like, you don't know if you're in the right to step in. And mm-hmm. then when you do it, now it's a fight with the mom. Yeah. So it's like, you got to look out for that, too. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people need to have that conversation before they even, okay, you got a kid. And if they get about getting serious, okay, let's talk about discipline. Can I discipline your boy and talk to him and straight him out if he talks mean to you? If she says no, then, you know, that's the problem. But you, those are conversations people don't have. But you're right. You're like, don't touch my boy. You know, he's an angel. And, 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 you know, I, I, I come from a, um, I come from a blended family. Like we're literally the Brady bunch in my house, right? Uh-huh. Um, and I, I just know my stepdad and my dad had a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Was it friends? But they could get on the phone to say, this is what's going on. You know, yeah, he did this here. 
Mm-hmm. He's on punishment here, so he's on punishment there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Couldn't really just go from one house, oh, I'm doing this over here and stuff like that. So that's awesome. Sometimes it's having that conversation with um, with the child's other parent. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you know, let's sit down, have some coffee, and just figure this out. You know, mm-hmm. I want the best for him. You know what? You know what are those things? Like, never stepfather never put his hands on me. Never. Yeah, my dad didn't either. But it was like mm-hmm. it wasn't necessary, basically. But like, if he, you know, basically. Cuss me out or whatever. My dad's not gonna like feel mm-hmm. like he probably did something to get cussed out. Yeah, you know <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome, dude. A lot of people don't have that example. But yeah, I, I think. But I, I got think whooped a couple to times to talk. To yeah, have that talk with that person, and like, I remember I got a homeboy. He was telling me how his ex-wife and the kid, like the the new husband, wouldn't was just like scared, wouldn't talk to him. Mm-hmm. And it was like a to size the new thing. guy. Well, to the father of the kids, and he was like, uh. You know, I go over there, pick up the kids. I'm like, hey, man, how you, you know. He didn't yeah. say nothing. Just scary. You know, it's crazy. Wow. I've been in those situations, though. Yeah. It, it's 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 weird because, like, I like to be, even if I'm not fond of the person, if they're going to be around, I'm like, we might as well have, like, some kind of respect yeah, level, right? Cordial. Yeah, at least that. And, yeah. and, and, and I like to do, even, like, stranger in the street, and I'm like, you know, if we make eye contact, I'm like, you know, how's it going? You know, that type of thing. So, you know, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, it's like. It's like some of these guys, they don't they don't respond. Mm-hmm. And either because they don't know you, they don't like you, they don't know how to. Yeah. And it, it doesn't make no sense. I'm like, you ain't got no people skills? Like, what, <laughs> what is going on here? Like, you know, it's it's things that seem like common sense for us, it's not so common for them, mm-hmm. it seemed yeah. like. But um, uh, speaking of kids, though, yeah, how is it having a kid? Because I think we were talking about this right before the... Oh, yeah, yeah. I have a new, uh, new son, my new baby boy. He's uh, Maximilian is his name, Max. And uh, he's uh, going to be six months as of when this goes out. He's a biter. I'm a what? You're a biter. A biter? <laughs> You're a biter. Like, like in bed? <laughs> no, don't. Yo, whoa. <laughs> my, son, my son's middle name is Maximus. Oh, okay, okay. I wanted to name him Maximilian. Really? Oh. So we, set, we settled on Maximus instead of that. But when you said the name, I'm like, oh, me stole, my, stole the name I wanted. It's a powerful name. <laughs> yeah, it's a powerful name. It's a, you know, my son's name is uh, Sebastian Maximus. Don't that sound like somebody walking in the office and... That's like a name. You brand. all are fucking fired. Yeah, that's like a, a, a that's a powerful yeah. name, dude. That's, like once you hear it, once you never forget it. That's 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 yeah. how I feel about that's how I feel about your son's name. That's, yeah, and it's you my, walk in the room. Yeah, <laughs> Max Millie. It's my. Uh, it's I would my, love to see your son just firing people. But that's <laughs> you. You thought about that when you gave it the name, not well, the actually, firing. I didn't come up with the name. My fiance did because mm-hmm. uh, she, when she was in college, going for her international master's degree, yep. she went to Spain. And she stayed for six months, and she saw she heard that name yep. in Spain, and she goes, "I love that name. Whenever I have a kid, I'm gonna use that for my son." So she mm. picked it as soon as you heard it. He was like, "Hell well, yeah!" Yeah, I was gonna go with like Bruce Wayne or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, Peter no. Parker <laughs> yeah. is Bruce. Yeah. That's crazy. They don't make any Bruces anymore, right? No, nah, there's a lot of Bruces out here. like that, man. But look, go back to uh, what's the uh, age gap between uh, the young? Your well. Well, it's funny. Your my first daughter, youngest. My, my daughter, who's actually, she's 19. I said 20, but she's 19. She's at UTSA, you know, mm-hmm. college and doing her thing. My son's 16. Yep. And it's funny because my daughter was going off to college. I'm like, yeah, bye. I'm done. <laughs> Woo! One done, yeah. one to go. And then she tapped me on the shoulder like, what? Like, yes. really? Like, shit. <laughs> and uh, it was like a medical miracle. Uh, I mean, I don't want to get too, too, too detailed, but I joke about this all the time. She tells me, like, uh, she had, like, a 99% chance of ever getting pregnant. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, just things were just happening and 
you know, it was my super semen and <laughs> and the '90s R and B, and also it, it was a nooner, and we were playing. She goes, "Let's play some '90s R and B." We See? played some See, we'll genuine or something we'll... in the background. <laughs> oh my god! You know that love making '90s music? Yeah, what was it? <laughs> a little uh, that keeps one a little too early. What was that era like? You know, some '90s. Which you had to, uh, you put it on the uh, playlist? Yeah, we do it on the playlist. channels on TV where you can just pick a, <laughs> we just put 90s R&B and then boom. Little Tony Braxton popped up, you know what I'm saying? Jonas. Jonas. <laughs> and that's Every what did freaking it, man. night, right? It was us and 90s R&B that did it, man. But here he is. And uh, it, to answer your question, what's it like being 46 years old and a dad? It's like, um, I mean, we're all, uh, whose parents here? Your parent, yep. your parent. It, my kids are all grown, right? Yep. My, and I'm like, okay, those days are over holding them. And when they were babies, giving them kisses. And it's kind of like I'm reliving those days again with my son. But I'm actually, I don't want to say I'm enjoying it, but I'm savoring it. Yes. Because when you're younger and your parent, you don't know what to do. You're stressed. You've got to work. You're tired. And it flies by so fucking fast. And here I'm actually savoring it. Yes. Dude. Yep. So I'm enjoying my time. Is it, um, is it, uh, did you f- realize how much you forgot or did it come right back? It's like it came back. Yeah, yeah. Just came like riding a bike, riding a bike, man. Just changed. I changed his first diaper. Yeah, I was putting you know the medicine on his, you know, his little. Yeah, just hop, hop yeah, right in there, got right yeah, to it. Like, oh, I there. know how to do this. Yeah, <laughs> picking him up like that, like a football. You know, just doing that mes- that method right there. And, yeah. Uh, it, oh, dude, it, the way they smell, they smell clean when you take them a bath and all that, dude. I, I love it, dude. And it's her first. She had given up on kids, mm-hmm. and uh, she couldn't be happier. I, I love seeing her and her mom, who again have given yes. up on the idea. Seeing them just happy and just kind of stand back and just like yep. smile, dude. Look, I did this. I did this. I did this. <laughs> I gave him my seat. You see this happiness? I did it's it. Funny. It's funny. So the three of us, we have that in common. We have big age gaps mm-hmm. between kids. Between kids. What um, is yours? Age Eleven gap? years. Uh, okay. So eighteen and a seven year old now. Mm-hmm. And I'm almost the same situation. Yeah, you're almost at what? Ten years? Uh, about ten years difference. Ten year oh, gap. So you have two. Yep. Yeah. I thought you had one. No. Oh, two. okay. There's a there's a new one. Just walking around here at certain times. <laughs> he, strolls, he strolls through here. He yes. strolls through. Oh, you have a boy. Your oldest is a boy, right? Yep. Both of them. Oh, I thought you had a daughter. Nope. Why does everybody always think I have a daughter? I don't know. They always think my brother you has a daughter, too. You talk about it. I mean, well, because your we brother's... Talk- well, like, put, well our, our kids do have long hair. Yeah, okay. it's the hair. No, no, no. I just... You hardly talk about it, so I guess I just assumed. Oh, yeah, well... Yeah. No, no. Mace is the man. Okay, the oldest. Cool. He's, awesome. the, he's, part he's of like pot. a man already. Is he? Like, if Nemo wasn't here, Mace would be up here taking the pictures. Is that, like, well, you know like what's cra- <laughs> you know what's crazy? I think it's because I do look at him like that, like he's not a kid anymore. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so whenever I do, like when I tell people like, "Oh yeah, me and my son," or "Me and my son," I'm talking about the little one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, and okay. then when I talk about my oldest, I just mention him by like name, name or yeah. you know, yeah, like me and Mace is going. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah like, that makes sense now. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. okay. Yeah. So, uh, but the Mace cr- is more like your homie now. Yeah. Your oldest is just like he's that. like the little homie that just you know. <laughs> He's over here learning the ways, and he's just soaking in every, everything that we do yeah. here. You and know? then the baby is the one that's like the uh, wild mm-hmm. card. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. The, again, I um, that's uh, that's my last one. I don't want anymore. So I got a vasectomy a couple of weeks, like a month ago. Mm-hmm. And good job, my brother. I had to. They man. can reverse those. It, 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 uh, no, it's like the success rate <laughs> is actually a, very low. Apparently, it's a headache to earn. Uh, a painful experience yeah, to reverse. My, my oh, gotta reverse. God, dude. Yeah, yeah, don't reverse. No, no, no. I'm done. I'm done. But I have to admit something. Uh, first, the experience of getting one sucked. But uh, I'll, if you want me to talk about that, I can. But I don't have that anxiety no more. I don't know if I can speak for every guy, but me, the pullout game, I was pretty good at it. <laughs> and uh, this one time I wasn't, but it's like <laughs> I missed. And hey, it was meant to be, right? Yeah. But anyway, um, 
it's like that peace of knowing there's nothing gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. And you, we've all been in that place where you get that text like, "Fuck!" And like, yeah. Damn it. And Dang, what you, if, you, you had to get go, in. You had to get in text form. No, no, no. That's uh, worse. You keep looking at it. No, but, but, <laughs> that's why I think that's worse. But there was like a times in the single life, you know, when I was very, you know, just fucking around doing all these things. You know, I, there were scares, and the, thank God nothing happened. The, uh, out here in these horror streets. Yeah. What you said? The uh, the I'm late text. Yeah, like hey, we need oh, to talk. Yeah. The, I yeah. think what's I'm a, late text. What's I bought a, what's a, a little Wayne I need line? You to come over. That's, what's that? A great little that, uh, Wayne line. Uh, don't forget the late text. Did I think I'm late text? Yeah. Great little Wayne bar right there. That was what top five bars. Top five. Type five. Can you say it again? Uh, make sure. What is, don't forget that late text. Don't forget that late text. That I think I'm late text. Oh, that's fucking awesome. I love that. Yeah. Something like that. That's the people, awesome. the people know. That's awesome, man. But Look, he's promoting safe sex, right? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm see? doing. Safe life. And uh, it, the peace of mind knowing that it's, I'll never have that again. It's fucking awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like it's, it's unleashed this sexual beast. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, here wild enough. Do whatever. I told her like, hey, you're gonna see a different side of me when you move in. I'm just, it's on. Like, I don't care if anybody look, can hear. I don't give a shit. Look, this guy, this guy, he's gonna, he's gonna get advice tomorrow from this yes, porn yes. star guy. Yeah, that's he's, what you bring him on. That's all personal right here. Yeah. Like, all right, so should I flip the leg this way or what? Like, if I swing from the ceiling, <laughs> how, how can I manage the handstand? <laughs> the handstand. I'm too old for that now. Do my back hurts? Like, this, 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 yeah, this but you might thing, have new confidence now. Thing, um, I don't know if you guys on on a father tip. Um. I noticed what Pause. my youngest father tip. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. no, no. He said pause. That's we'll pause it just in case. But listen, um, I'm way more. Um, I want to. I want to say nicer. Like, uh, I'll be soothing, real. No, soothing dude, with, with the youngest. We soft as hell. Pause. Yeah. Yeah. We have all gotten soft <laughs> with new kids. Yes. At, at yeah. an older age. Yeah. I yeah. Think so. I would say I'm soft as fuck. Pause. Yeah. Yeah. It's just because they're babies, and you just you've been there, done that, and you're just in. You're very like I don't say lenient, but you're just very soft. Yeah, I think you're, you're my also daughter, them in the way. My like first child, my daughter was more of a uh, still is more of a protective thing. Yeah, like you know, you still when they be picking them up and stuff like that, but it still was like I'm protecting you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like with the little one, it's like oh come here, man. Oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, I will say like I have never been uh, this type of way like with with a child, mm-hmm. and now I'm just like now that I'm in my 30s. And I'm nothing like how I was raising a kid at 21. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm. I could. I could already see it myself. Like even when like I'm interacting, I'm all like, "Yeah, I'm a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't softened up. This is crazy, man. I was like, "This is not 21 year old me, man." I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm over here like you know letting shit happen. I'm like, I was all laughing. Right, it's all right, buddy. Like I was yeah. laughing. I was laughing with yeah. my homeboy just uh, yesterday about that. Uh, I called him. I was like, "Man, you know you a full gangster, right?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's in the same boat, big age guy, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, so he's talking to his youngest, and um, you know, he's telling her she's asking questions. He's like, "Yeah, you know, go over here and get this, whatever." And she kind of, you know, she run the house. Yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. Girl, mm-hmm. it's like he said to the brother, "He's like, you better, little ass, better do what I said." And I said, "Look at you, can't even say it out loud." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> she gonna turn around and check. You. <laughs> so you one of the toughest dudes I know. Yeah. <laughs> This little girl got you right. He was like, <laughs> she around the court. Yeah, her ass better do what the fuck I said. That, 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 re- that remind me, uh, it, it wasn't, I don't think it was kid related necessarily, but remember Scully and Snowfall? Yes. Like, he was like hard body. Yes, yes. And then all of a sudden he was just a soft like yo, yo. person yeah. like overnight. It seemed, but it, if you ever never seen Snowfall, he lost his kids in Snowfall, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. They got killed. Is. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. And then, so he just like, transformed and like just pretty much decided to change his life but he became such a softy like 
a man of wisdom and God. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, and I was like, who the hell is this? Yeah, he was like the <laughs> fucking most gangster person on the show for, yeah. for for half a season. You know what I'm saying? What was his name in the other the other the other movie from back in the day? Uh the 90s joint. The Wood. The Wood. Stacy. I haven't seen that one. Stacey. Yeah, Stacy. The Wood. So he plays Stacy in there, hard body gangster in there too. Mm-hmm. And that's all I knew yes. Stacy for. <laughs> And then oh, I see crazy. this soft guy on Snowfall. I'm like, I, I can't, I can't do this. Speaking of that, I know we got the relationship, man. But what's what's going on in these movie streets, man? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, People well, forget that you're the the you were the movie yeah, review guy I, I still before do this. That. Yeah, I mean, for those who don't know, I got divorced and the ex wife took all the friends, so I had nobody to talk to. Took so all like, your movies? No, not the oh. movies. But that's all <laughs> I had. I had nobody to talk to, nobody to go out with, and this is kind of me like finding myself those first few months. So I go, well, I love movies. So I started watching movies, and I go, well, I want to talk about them. So I started doing movie reviews, and I've been doing that since 2016. Not as frequently as I should, but it's introduced me to a whole bunch of like other YouTubers. I have friends who are famous and doing mm-hmm. conventions and stuff like that mm-hmm. that I collab with all the time. But I do love movies. Movies are my passion when I'm not talking about, you know, <laughs> sexless marriages and Sex. divorce <laughs> and dating advice. Yeah, so but that's what I – I just saw Evil Dead Rise yesterday with my son. What would you think? It was all right. I liked it. You liked it? It was the same beats as the other Evil Dead movies, and I was like, oh, there's kids. They're not going to kill the kids. Like, whoa, okay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> last Spoiler like, alert. Oh, I was wrong. Okay. La- last movie I saw. <laughs> Killed the fuck out of them. I, know. I was like, holy shit. La- la- last, so, last movie I saw, Mario Brothers. I hear it's great. That's Fucking a good amazing. movie. Yeah, That's a good I, movie. It just made a billion dollars across a billion I, dollars. Man. I believe it. Yeah. I have to go see that. Even my son says, let's go see it. I'm like, you really? The, the <laughs> amount it, it, of stars that uh, acted as those characters is crazy. Well, to me, it wasn't even just that. It was with the seven-year-old. It was, he's telling me, mm-hmm. me. Yeah. This is who this is. And I'm like, boy. You came like, up on Mario, probably. Like, you don't know nothing. I thought that was absolutely amazing, though, the fact that like you were able to capture... 40 years yeah, yeah. in mm-hmm. this movie. And as the everything, the seven-year-old, he got he got everything he needed. Mm-hmm. The 43-year-old got everything I needed from the movie too. It was like, yeah, I, I feel great. I feel good about it, man. Like I thought the it was weird. Cause you know, everybody knows me. I don't watch no cartoon, mm-hmm. no animated mm-hmm. shit. It's not me. Yeah. And I, I went in and watched this and I was like, this shit is fucking good. Yeah, it's I fun, was like, right? Yeah, and, and it, it took me back to my childhood. To be real, like you know, what I mean, we came up on Mario, mm-hmm. so yeah. it was just like you know to see it in this animated form and on the movie. I was just like, yeah, yeah. I was kind of surprised that uh, that's not a bigger genre. It's probably, I mean, I think Mario kind of like broke the barriers down because think about it now. That that IP in a video game did great, and video game movie adaptations yeah. have always not been successful. Now you have Mario Brothers and like, oh, what else we got? Metroid Prime and yes. fucking Zelda. Let's bring yep. them all. Let's yep. do it all. We're gonna they have like Sonic, a, yeah. They had Sonic. Um, Sonic has been great. Yeah, that's yep. that's a really good one. And um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, you, I don't, you yeah, know, okay. funny. I don't consider those um, video game movies just because they use real people. Yeah, the fact that you took you, you talking an, about the animated the animated version. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh fuck, they they this is yeah, this is a billion. Yeah, they said it made a billion they're dollars. They're gonna make a Nintendo MCU universe, you know, before you know it. It's, it's, yeah. Yo, fam, I'm ready. I'm ready to watch Mike Tyson punch out on yeah. on the screen, man. Yeah, you're gonna see all that, man. Like, yeah. Put it up, son. What's, what's fucking Glass Joe? Glass Joe. <laughs> I never got past Bald Bull. I couldn't nah, beat Bald Bull, man. I never beat Tyson. I couldn't even make it to Tyson. Yeah, I made it to Tyson a couple of times. Couldn't beat Tyson. But you go to TikTok Live right now, everyone's playing Mike Tyson's punch out and showing you all the tricks and everything. Really? Yeah, and I don't like I'm watching lives. I see this one guy from Japan playing Tyson's punch out. I'll watch it for hours. 
<laughs> I need help. Hours? Jesus. I need, I need you got a lot of time on your hands. Just, well, I've been bad trying to go to sleep. I'll just watch you, dude. I need some TikTok insight because I just cannot. Oh, God. Um, that place is crazy. I can't get into it, man. Just, just stay I away, just, man. I, you don't want to get hooked on it because it's It'll like consume a, you. It'll consume yeah. you. It'll reprogram you. It, it's shit. I mean, it's like it's fucking up attention spans, man. Because back in the YouTube days, let's go back five years. Mm -hmm. YouTube, it's the average attention span was like five, four minutes. Like if you can hold somebody on a video for four minutes, that was like, you're winning. You're, you're fucking winning. And yeah. now because of TikTok and, you know, Vine and all this, well, Vine started it, but now yep. people, if you don't grab them in the first five seconds, you're done. And that's why guys are starting, these, these females are putting out like, you know, they're showing their ass and okay, I'm going to watch. Or now you're seeing these videos where it's like an interview up top and then a video game animation on the bottom or somebody cutting poultry. Mm -hmm. It's like two different scenes not having anything to correlate with one another, but you're watching two different things. That is fucking up attention spans, dude. So yeah. if you have kids, don't let them watch that because they're going to be fucked when they get older, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, let me tell you what's crazy. It's too late. But it's, it's <laughs> Seriously. Funny. Too late. Just think about the, stream, the streams of things, right? Yeah. Everything's shortening for that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But podcast and long form audio, yes, it's fucking booming. Yep, yep, yes. Like yes, you know what's crazy? Yeah. I'm at the point with like if I go on YouTube looking at the podcast, whatever. Yeah. Unless I know if it's only like, well, two different things. The clips. If I know it's clips of, of an interview, I watch. You watch right? it. But if I see something that's only like 45 minutes, I'm like, yeah, ain't long enough. Like it's really? not long. Yo, pause. Whoa. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna tell, tell you why the 45 minutes because I'm so programmed with podcasts that. Hour and a half, two hours. Not just that. The podcast is happening while I'm doing something. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. say I'm going to cook. Mm -hmm. You got to occupy know, that time. Yeah, I know that I'm going to listen to this podcast while I'm cooking because it's an hour and a half. It's going to take me this long. Yeah. You're going to the gym. You're doing this. Going on a drive. If you think about it, what the hell am I doing for just 45 minutes? Mm -hmm. Probably nothing. 20 minutes, you got me. Because that's just a drive to work or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. Past the hour, cool, you know, treadmill, whatever the case you got. But 45 minutes... There's nothing in my life that I'm doing just for 45 minutes. Makes sense. So makes sense. You're fucking. You you, you lost. You lost me right there. I think for hmm. me the the audio aspect. If it's like oh, actually for video, if you if you do have an eclipse, I guess I'm in the same ballpark. You gotta be like under. For me, it's probably like under 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, 10 minutes is good at the clips, most. And yeah. the video gotta be good at that. Yeah. If I'm yeah. watching that, uh, if any if anything more than that, and it's a podcast. Yo, just give me the whole thing in audio form because yep. I'm not mm -hmm. I'm not tuning in for yep. your whole video. If your podcast video is an hour long, sorry, JBP. Yep. I don't I'm not watching well, two no, and a I, half hours of podcast. Well, yeah. I will I'll put it on. You're still audio, but I'm not like you said, I'm not watching. Yeah, I'm not watching your visual. But sometimes I want the visual on because like for that moment that you know, like you, you can hear it in the audio. Like, mm -hmm. why did they laugh? That part you want to see. Yeah, yeah. whatever. And, from the, and, from and the usually, yeah. and usually that those come out in the clips. Mm -hmm. So that's yes. why yep. I'm yep. not yep. missing it. You know what I yeah. mean? Yep. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's 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 crazy. Even for ourselves, like at our age, the attention spans that we we notice that we have now compared to back in the day. So, so Rudy, do you yeah. um, you're probably the biggest TikTok person I know personally. Mm -hmm. Um, do you think about all of this? As you're creating your content, yes, mm. yes, uh, it, it's funny because uh, it it different it, it varies depending on the platform that you're on, what you're talking about, and uh, which in the format. Like mm -hmm. uh, I agree with you, like my podcast is probably one of the most successful things I've ever done because it's it's easy to do, it's easy to manage, and as far as the video piece on YouTube, it's the same thing, but in video format, those hardly get touched. 
unless I have an attractive woman. Yep. yep. And it's funny. If guys will watch, like everything yep. you just said will will just be dismissed unless you have a beautiful woman on screen. When you mm-hmm. have a beautiful woman there for some guys to look at, dude. That'll draw them in. That'll a little, draw them in. A That's quicker. why like these fresh fit and whatever podcasts, all these guys. They know the formula. Uh, the main demographic on YouTube is always guys, and it will always be. Mm-hmm. And if you put something that they appeal to and they like, they'll, they'll watch. They just want to look at her, and that's what mm-hmm. draws them in. But to me, yes, that's why I was thinking about stopping posting my podcast video up on my channel because it'll hardly get hits. Uh, for me, being a male, uh, I my, my format has to be, if I'm going to give a lesson, like top five, whatever, it has to be under seven minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's it. I, yeah. And I'm not putting transitions. I'm not putting... All the fancy shit that I used to. Just all the way through. It's just a, a lower third, a couple of banners of titles, whatever the top five comes up. Mm-hmm. And that's it. In and out. So less production. So I'm trying. I'm, I'm adapting to it. And you have to. That's just the, the attention span of what's going on. But again, it's funny. If you're a beautiful woman, you can just stand there. Mm-hmm. And like on TikTok lives, there's beautiful women that are just dressed sexy. Just sit there and don't say a word. And they make at least 100 bucks, like uh, 200 every hour. Yo, what is that weird shit that people are doing now where, like, there is a video, right? And it's usually on those shorts or, like, uh, even on TikTok. Like, mm-hmm. They'll do, like, live shit. And it's a video, and the person, it'll, it'll be, like, usually it's a woman. And she'll be sitting in front. Sometimes they're dressed up in this, like, weird outfit, right? And they're not saying nothing. And they're just making sounds on the microphone. For That's like, ASMR. For, like, an hour or two. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. And, and it'd be, like, 10,000 people That's, watching. That's popular porn. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. I actually I like that, but not that, because I have horrible ADHD, and uh, uh, there's one woman that I follow. She's like Mermaid Whisper. She's real pretty, but she just talks. She doesn't make that that sound. No, I hate that shit. It makes me like. No, mm-hmm. that was real suspect. Makes but... me gag. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, but <laughs> she just talks softly. Yeah, and she just talks about her day, whatever. But her soft voice calms me down. And it makes me sleep. So I, I I used to be Bob Ross. Remember Bob Ross the painter? Yep. I used to watch him, and he used to put me to sleep. But now I just watch <clears> this woman, and she puts me to sleep. But that's called ASMR. Yep. That's crazy how some people had those soothing voices that just no, like, no, knock you out. What he what he's saying? Um, what I was I brought up the porn thing because when mm-hmm. you're interviewing, mm-hmm. that's a category, mm-hmm. and it's not um, it's sexual, but not in a way that you think. Yeah. And it's literally people like get off to that shit. That's crazy. Yep. It, but you know what it, it's, it's called? called it, you know, it's it's called autonomous sensory median response is a tingling sensation that usually begins from the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine. A pleasant form of paratheresis. I can't just read that word there. Uh, but anyway, paratheresa. Yeah, and it's like been that. compared to auditory tactical synthesis. Anyway, but yeah, it's like a. It's the fucking waterfall in the um in the house. Yeah, like that, like those sound effects, like where you hear like the Amazon and or it's like, like that. I, I sleep with a fan on. So this is just it's a new, literally, this is a new version that. of that, yep. basically. Yeah, and, and people are making a shit ton of money. Fuck yeah, money, it looks dude. like it. Yeah, and again, if you're beautiful, fuck, dude, just. And then, and then a lot of times they'll get like uh, one of those little like anime looking girls, and she'll be like the one on the camera doing it, like dressing a little bunny outfit, and I'm like, this is so weird. Why is it popping on my feet? I've never clicked on this. You before. know why it's popping up? That's your algorithm. Hey, yo. Yeah, nah. it's, it's, it's popping. We know what you into, like, man. No, it, it doesn't you know pop up anymore. Thank God. <laughs> no, I actually feel like uh, I feel uncomfortable looking at it because it's so weird to me. It's it's different, yeah. And yeah. but I mean, I guess in from what you said, people get off to that. Type Matter of fact, shit. not even that. Forget get off. Pause. Remember we was talking. To, um, <laughs> now remember we was talking to seventy ninety eight. Yeah, yeah. That's what he was talking about with the food. The people oh, that eat, they, yeah. he said he watches he the, watch uh, people YouTube, eat. They eat like you know the crab legs and all this. This yeah. and the third, 
It's the same fucking like principle. It's the sound or whatever that's like attracting. So people. it's just whatever's uh, yep. accommodates that person's liking. Mm-hmm. Really. Yep. yep. I guess. I, I guess for me that would be like like when I watch uh, like the barbecue videos, like mm-hmm. people doing like that type of stuff. Yeah. I like that. I, it's weird though. I just I like seeing mainly like the focus on like the actual food itself, like cooking. Mm-hmm. But like that's entertaining for me. It, and this, so I guess that's for them, right? The same yeah, thing. The outdoor, the outdoor dude, the dude that's always in like fucking Alaska or some shit, cooking over the fire. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. In the and like he's like by a river. Yeah, but you always hear like you know the parchment paper, the chopping, and the chopping, yep. like all yeah. that is fucking. As a TikToker, you know all that is purposeful, right? Yep. And, and you know why? And you were mentioning the podcast genre is like booming, but so is that ASMR. Because uh, if you think about it, we're distracted with our phones and just noise all the damn time. Mm-hmm. And we just want to like zone out and just be at peace. So they people are recognizing that. And that's why they're putting out cooking like off, off the river or like a fire, just fire, an eight hour video of fire crackling mm-hmm. on YouTube or a thunderstorm. And there's if you go to Spotify, there's all these frequency sounds that you can play to help you sleep and calm you down like white noise pink noise brown noise there's all these types of noises man and this is and actually people like to calm hey, down and relax i ain't gonna i ain't gonna lie what's that i like the sound of fire cracking yeah <laughs> you know what we talk about this is invading um the music too oh, oh is it in what way like uh i don't um, know in the music. way in the way um music is being produced yeah. yeah um oh what is it fucking called uh nemo you know there's a genre lo-fi like for lo-fi music for whatever it, yes, but it's, it's, yes, for, yes, yes, but there's artists uh-huh. making a shit ton of money producing music that you, could, you listen to music to dance, jam, whatever, mm-hmm. to get in the mood, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. so you can have babies with your, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. I'm not done. Anymore. I'm done. <laughs> but there's other people that make this other genre of music that affects the senses in a different way. Yes. And yeah. there's a whole fucking genre happening and it's all tied in this with the same thing that lo-fi um. it reminds me of that youtube channel there's like this girl animated girl just on youtube just studying lo-fi there you go lo-fi girl yeah that's exactly what it is and it's just her with this music playing and i actually my daughter and kids have you know they need to focus as well and kids mm-hmm. it's not just adults so a lot of high school kids are just put that in the background yep so they can focus and study yep. And relax yep and there's mm. people streaming fucking millions yeah. and billions of streams yep Making this music, yep, that's it's crazy. really fascinating because, like, it's part of it. You know, you said like TikTok is ruining Attention the level of yeah. the level of creativity that it's inspiring. Though, we mm-hmm. just need to figure out how to translate that to something meaningful to the world. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, but like, it, it's 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 really fascinating. Like, just just thinking about, like you said, like none none of this shit is random. When you went viral, you went viral randomly. But it wasn't because you tapped into something you just didn't know you did. Yeah. But now that you're in it, it's like, oh, I know how to. I, I, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I know you already. When you do a video, you already know what clips is at this point. It's gonna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's. It's. Sometimes I don't want to. I mean, people say go viral. But sometimes I don't want to because no. I've gone viral and I've had millions of hundreds of like. There's a video that someone took out of my my story out of context. Labeled me like this one guy, and it was over, reached over nine million people mm-hmm. in. To this day, people call, oh, you're that motherfucker who did this? I'm like, no, I'm not. I even yep. made a video kind of explaining my story on my YouTube channel. But uh, going viral is easy. Like this last one I posted, it's at uh, almost 200K views. Mm-hmm. I, I, if I'm angry and I'm shouting, those go viral. People like to listen to what you have to say. If you're angry and shouting, that's The aggression. The yeah. aggression. And if it's a valid point, they love that. There's like a lot of, I've seen a, a surge of creators. Did you hear what Biden did the other day? Like, yeah. 
That's all they're doing. Yep, yep. But it's it blows up. They, People, they found a formula. Yeah, it's a formula. It's a, it's a niche. So and it's not for me. It, it's exhausting. I can't do that. That's, I can't yell too much at every energy. video, dude. Like no. Yes. Yeah, do you, not me. Do you too think much if energy. you tap you tap all the way in, do you think you can make a full time living off of it? Yes. Yes, and I, I don't want to. Uh, That's my, just crazy. My man. love witch is when she moves in, she's gonna be the brains like the Shannon Osbourne to my Aussie because mm-hmm. she's got fucking the, the education. I don't. So mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people who are at my level or slightly higher are already quitting their jobs and bringing in six figures a month from YouTube revenue <sighs> alone. Crazy. And they're starting courses and all that, but I want to do it smart. Like you got to get like disclosure set up. But yeah. I want to be doing this full time. Within the next uh, three years or, or less. Wow, that's impressive. It, it, yeah, it's out there. There's a lot. I mean, it's funny. Out in the ethos out there is there's a lot of people out there who are hurt, who are angry, and are lost. Mm-hmm. And they the the videos. I don't know if you've seen them, the the viral videos that go crazy are usually the ones that she broke up with me. I caught my boy from cheating at a low moment, and uh, people just want guidance and they just want. Also, a little inspiration and just like, hey, it's I acknowledge your pain. I know exactly what you're going through, but you don't have to stay there. You know, get my, up. My wife is a um, uh, let's say part time, but my wife, uh, she does coaching. Yeah, you know, sex therapy, relationship therapy, life, all yep. that there. That and might like, be a good conversation to have on your show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Actually, you know, you know Please. what? I'll put y'all together. Yeah, she, yeah. I need to have you guys on the show. She does. Down. Um, but anyways, uh, the amount of um, and like I said, she still works. The amount of clients that reach out to her mm-hmm. still fat, and I know she's good at what she does. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm like, if she wanted to, like, just go all in. Mm-hmm. I don't think like mentally she's at a place where it's like I want to devote all this. But she could. Oh man, it's it blows my. It just people. I don't. I think that was like biggest thing from the pandemic was like people getting in tune yep. with themselves and what they they lack or whatever their issues are mm-hmm. and trying to get help. But everything you talk about, whether it's the, TikTok, the relationship, that industry is just like it's, it's a it's a never ending industry. Somebody's <laughs> always gonna have a yeah. problem. Yep. And somebody's always gonna need advice. Like this is just the way it is. And so like you you've tapped into a good uh I guess uh area of where you're never gonna run out of like things to talk about because it's always gonna be a scenario. Yeah. yeah. And it's actually safe because of one scare that I've had is we I'm pretty sure you guys have seen the articles like AI. It's going to be taking jobs, like truck driver jobs, automation mm-hmm. jobs, whatever. B- but my daughter's going to school. She wants to be a therapist. I'm like, well, that's a safe job mm-hmm. because there's always going to be people who need to talk to a human. Yep. And no machine could ever replace that. So, yeah, there's always going to be a place for that. And, um, again, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's especially for men, young men who have their heart broken. It's amazing how young men are just thrown to the wolves. No one gives a shit about them. And there's a lot of lost men out there who need, like, uh, some support. And uh, a friend of mine, uh, he's called Dad Starting Over. He started, like, a fraternity five years ago. The guy has coaching programs like Fight Club all over the fucking country. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's quit his job four years ago, and now he's doing this full time. He wrote a couple of books and, like, 200 pages. Yep. And he keeps telling me, get out there. I mean, people like what you have to say. They've reacted. Write a book. And I'm trying to. It's just so many moving parts with life and everything. So yeah, there, is a, there is a business out there for it, man. It's... it's, it's uh, this one guy I interviewed has called the slappable jerk. He makes cringe videos, but they're fucking funny. Mm-hmm. He was a lawyer. He was a lawyer working at a law firm. Then COVID happened, and he said he fucking hated it because people were just so trying to keep their jobs. So people were like sabotaging other people's work. So he quit being a lawyer and decided to just make funny videos. And now he's at two million followers on TikTok. Crazy. Like, like I, I actually see him getting a show on Netflix. He's that fucking funny. 
and he's he it's only sky's the limit but it's you're right to covid it brought out people's artistic creative sides and it people are I mean, what else could you do that. you was in the house yeah. <laughs> did you see the netflix show uh sex lies and sex lies and goop no glitter paltrow no i have not oh i saw that on the little feed i haven't watched it yet yeah though. it's good but that's the lady that's in charge of that that's my wife's like mentor just watch that show like watch an episode or two What's it called again? Sex, Lies, and Goop, I think it's called. Goop, okay. Mm. Yes, yeah, uh, but it's Glitter Paltrow show, whatever. I think it's through, like, Will Smith's company or some shit. Oh, okay. But um, when I watched it, I was just like, yo, there are so many, like, I don't, I'm not using the term weird in a bad way, but there's so many people out there that have just shit going on that you would never fucking think about. Like, like side yeah. hustles, you mean? No, I'm talking about, like, the issues like, they like have. Like problems. Oh, okay. Like, the yeah, issues, yeah, yeah. like... Yeah. yeah. Whoa, I didn't know that was a fucking issue. Like, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, you have like an example. Ruined. It could be, um, and I'm not saying from the show, like, my my love life is ruined because I don't like sidewalks. So uh, I have a hard time going on dates. Because of sidewalks. Because of she this likes, right here. Because this girl likes to take walks. Yes, yeah, so now I got to <laughs> figure out how to program you to be comfortable. But it's like some real trauma, like, a f- they saw a car fucking hit the curb and hit somebody when they were six years old. So now they're not comfortable they, walking. They can't down the be street. around them. This that it's like real life trauma shit happens to people, and you don't know how it affects them all the way through their lives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like they okay. were six and saw a fucking car jump the curb, hit somebody, and now their spouse wants to take walks. They don't want to take walks. They're at a fucking a mess with each other. Like, we don't spend time together, but we live in New York City, and this is a fucking therapist that's to come in <laughs> oh. and fucking Why'd you fucking figure out. New York? Because <laughs> you got to walk around New York. Yeah, yeah. out of all places, yeah, New York City, man. Yeah. And yeah. now we got to put, now we got to have a therapist come that's in. like unhealed and trauma, help us, man. Fucking yeah. Help us get through oh. this relationship. We're thinking of relationship issues as, you know, he doesn't find me attractive. It'd be like some total, matter of fact, here go, great topic. Okay. Do you think that you should know your partner's Family mental health history. Yes. Hell yeah. Before, you say hell yeah, but how do you approach that subject with them? You talk about it, man. And to your point, that's one of many things I think a lot of people don't talk about before they get into a serious relationship. And I think knowing the the mental history of your family and seeing their relationship with their mother and all that uh, is very important because everything's generational and passed down. So you have to. Was your dad an alcoholic, drug addict? You know, was he abusive? At twenty years old, did you notice? Yeah, because uh, my my parents were born again in the '90s, but in the '70s and '80s, it was fucking violent and just fights. But no, no, I'm talking about. But did you know that? Talk to your partner about. Yeah, like going. Oh yeah, yeah. Like like my love witch right now. Yeah, we she she, we know everything about it. We've been so transparent. No, I'm talking about in your 20s. Oh no, no, no. You, you, shit. You is a 20 year old. No, no, no. No, That's what I'm talking. I'm I'm not talking about us. Like, I mean, my bad, my bad. We're fucking. I'm talking about the people that listen to you. They need to. Yeah. yeah, so how do you go about like telling like, yo, listen, but you need to have this uncomfortable conversation. Yeah, like what's to. a good starter? Like <laughs> yeah. I, I would think because I think I have these conversations uh whenever I'm getting to know even like friends in general. I'm like, you know, I'm always fascinated by people's like kind of background because sometimes they they do got like they like for example, like if I'm talking to Norm, yeah, when I first got to know him. I was like, man, this dude be like all over the world. Like, it's like little things. Like, he's into like similar food stuff, and like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we relate in this. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, those things I'm fascinated by. Then I find out like other little characteristics or things of his family background as you know the years go by. Mm-hmm. And same thing, like if I'm talking to like a new girl I just met, and she starts talking about certain things, and if I I wait for the slight uh comment of like saying like, 
oh, he has this thing with my mom. And I sometimes those little things give me that opening, like, oh, like, how is your relationship with your mom? Mm-hmm. And then that just starts to open the doors okay. for, like, yeah. new questions. You don't have to jump right into it be like, yo, is your family fucked up? Yeah, that takes you time do that. to break up. Yeah, yeah. that does. Um, another th- thing that people don't talk about, yeah, they need to have those uncomfortable conversations. And one other one is that I'm getting these emails from women and men who I'm 10 years in and I've always been bisexual and I never told my husband or wife. And I, I want to explore that sexuality because it's me. I've been living a lie for 10 years. And I'm like, fuck, that, that's yep. hard. Imagine being in that space. And it's hard. for shit. But like I, where I'm bisexual? Yeah. Be either or. Either That'd or. be crazy. No, either and that'd be funny. Imagine your girl, you went, and then 10, 20 years later, she's like. Yeah, because you'd be wondering, like, how do you say this? No, I like, I want, I like this opposite sex, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, see, this is a real conversation because a dude, you could say like, oh, yeah. No, she didn't say bringing you involved in it. She wants she to, want to go over there. Yeah, she wants that over there. Without you. Yeah, without, <laughs> yeah, without you. This ain't the fun threesome time. Yeah, yeah, don't don't like, think we're about to have a good time. Yeah, no, She's like, going to have a good yeah, time. Yeah. And you know why they didn't bring it up? They said because they didn't want to upset them. Mm-hmm. You know, the, I didn't want to stir the pot, so I'm yeah. just going to just leave it alone. So you have to be open about that. Uh, this woman told me that she was she's eight years in. She went to a party. This beautiful woman looked at her. And she went to the restroom, and the girl walked in, followed her. They started making out, and she was just fucking just, this is all I wanted. Her husband walked in. He fucking started crying and said, you cheated on me. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, he didn't, like, join? I'll be, I'll be fuck yeah, let's do this, but no. no that's cheating to me. No, that's, that's, well, so some guys, yeah. yeah, just like yourself, he said he saw it as cheating. He broke down, and he divorced her. Yeah, I would see that as cheating, too, because this, I'm going to tell you why. Because what happened if I saw a fucking women, the, the, job, the sexual gender that I like uh-huh. happened to be women. And you walked in the bathroom and saw me fucking making out with the hot girl. You'll fucking leave me. Mm. Yeah. It's the same shit. It doesn't matter that it's because it was with another woman. I, I'm supposed to accept that. Like, nah, if you could cheat, I could cheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, we got to talk about this. Like, yeah, you mm-hmm. like girls too. I like girls. I like the <laughs> yeah, What's the problem? I might like, but I like yeah. a different girl than you like. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. That didn't think no, that's, that's where. That's... I, I totally. Some people be like, yo, he's bugging this at a third. Mm-hmm. No, because he might be looking at the same way, like, Fuck that. You doing what you want to do. If mm-hmm. I just saw a fucking hot chick and she followed me to the bathroom and started making out with me and his wife walked in, what the fuck do you think would happen? Yeah. 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 And uh, I've had like uh, Dr. Tyra. I've had Caitlin V. Uh, the ladies from Clit Talk. Uh, I've had a lot of females. Clit Talk? Clit Talk. I yeah. love that name. Interesting. Uh, it's catchy, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they all, believe it or not, there's a, a growing option for couples who've been married 10 years or more who are just, they love each other. Life's wonderful. They've just done everything sexually and they're just there's nothing else left. There's no fire. There's there's a lot of married couples who are now doing uh, open marriages. Mm-hmm. But I'm not talking like polyamorous where you can fall in love with the other guy. It's just the act of sex. They have rules, no kissing. You can't suck his dick. You know, all these rules, whatever their personal rules are. Mm-hmm. And they go about it. So it's not necessarily swinging, but they have to make arrangements. Mm-hmm. And a lot of couples are doing that now, Yep. And which oh. I think is dangerous. But if you're wired that way, go ahead. And but if it works for y'all. Yeah, but for me, I know if I'm with somebody and she's fucking, you know, oh, she's everything I wanted, and then I'm going to be thinking about her when she's gone, and I'm going to be just focused on that shit. And I'm like, no, I couldn't do that because I don't want to implode whatever I have at home. But yeah. it's, but it's an option for other people out there. That's crazy. Would y'all be open? Would y'all be down for that 10, 15 years in? No, I'm selfish. I'm, I'm almost 20 years in. Okay. And I I can't do it, not because um I'm open to a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm like you in a sense, like, I've never been a person to kind of just like random women. Mm-hmm. Like, if I like the woman, it's because, I, like, I liked her for mm-hmm. whatever reason. So I would 
definitely catch fucking feelings. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be somebody I'm trying to fucking deal with. It, I, I don't think I can make it just uh, the act of, mm-hmm. yeah, you it, go get a prostitute it for work. that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That does, that wouldn't interest me. Yeah. That's who I am. Because you know I don't know if saying? you guys probably have done this. But I know I have many times, but you have that friends with benefits. Oh, it's just sex. We both talk about it. Mm-hmm. It always it that's, always fails. Yeah, it's all, that's yeah. all it's going to be. But somebody grows feelings because how can you not grow feelings by fucking or making love to somebody? Yeah, and it's just inter kissing, and then mm-hmm. there's that bond, dude. That's created. Now, there's, yep. there's a good friend of mine. He always says, uh, he's all like, "Yo, you could you could fuck around with whoever you know, and it might not mean nothing to you, but." It always means something to somebody. Yeah. To one of the one yeah. of the two. Yes. It's always yes. gonna mean something to somebody. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so he's like, even though for you you having a good time and that's your mindset that you don't you're not tied down to this person. Yeah. That other side is not gonna be like you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And and that's usually where the shit fails. And yep. you know, the girl starts catching the feels and she's like, Hey man, I don't want you talking to other girls or you know, she's mad when you didn't text her back. Now it's like, hey, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. I thought we had like boundaries. And I, I yeah. do believe um you should be allowed breaks in your marriage, though. To fuck other people? Just to explore what you need to explore. It could be professionally, whatever like not even sexual. I'm talking or just to break from each other, period. I gave perfect I moved to fucking England two years during my marriage. Mm-hmm. That had nothing to do with anything. It's like this is a career move. I want to do this thing right here. I mm-hmm. think that should be something y'all work out. Some of the most, yeah. uh, there's a couple I just interviewed, uh, the Sledges, uh, they're happily married 20-something years, and they said the biggest piece that led to them being great is they work different shifts. Oh, yeah. That'll yeah, work, too, for some people. Each other. Yep. That, that, that makes total sense to me. Mm-hmm. But for some they appreciate people, the time they I've have seen, together. Yes, they yeah. miss each other. Yep. But for some people, that's also failed. Because it has that. the opposite effect of where now, okay, I'm not seeing you, but now maybe I'm starting to see somebody else a lot more frequently. Yeah. And that, now that your situation, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what I mean? The, mm-hmm. the work hubby. And my, oh, this is another thing I think with relationships, why we on the relationship topic. I say this. I tell people to date within their industry. Hmm. Date within the tax bracket. <laughs> I'm yeah. saying this. Oh, tax bracket. Tax okay. bracket. Okay. When I say industry too, like me and wife met when we were in the military, right? Okay. Me leaving for a year is not a fucking, that's not a big deal in our household. Yeah. Us being apart for a couple months is not a big deal. Where if you meet somebody that doesn't understand that lifestyle, it's very hard for them to, Yeah. yo, I got to go to fucking over here for six months to go do X, Y, Z. It's like, what? That don't even make sense. Mm-hmm. So when I'm saying industry, a lawyer, and say a paralegal, mm-hmm. right? Late nights, late hours, this, that, the third. The regular wife that does this over here that works traditional nine to five might not understand you coming home at 10 o'clock, starts thinking that you're doing X, Y, Z, boom, boom, boom. You work in the medical field. A fucking doctor and a nurse are going to understand, I got to get up at three o'clock in the morning to go do this X, Y, Z. You, if you're doing, um, if you're in a uh, social media space doing things, a girl that doesn't understand that, why you, who's this girl in your DMs? Who's this? Who's that? So when I say date within the same industry, I'm not literally saying it has to be the same job. But somebody that understands what you're doing, this what you're is doing. what you're doing. Yes, yeah. and respects it. It respects it because yep. could you imagine a girl that like? Well, I don't understand. Social media is not real. Mm-hmm. The internet's not real. Doing what you do, or is jealous, <laughs> or is jealous. The women you get to see on camera that's doing this, that's boom, boom, boom. Like mm-hmm. what? That should drive you crazy, bro. Yeah. The most toxic relationship I dated somebody back in 2018, and uh, we had broken ups. And I started this YouTube channel called Dating at 40. Mm-hmm. So I always wanted to be in this space, and I started it. And it was booming, dude. It was really doing great. I got back with her, 
And she goes, you're going to keep that shit up? I think it's disrespectful to me. You're talking to all these bitches. I'm like, okay, baby. And I fucking deleted it. Never again will I Never do that shit. Never fuck it again, yo. Never. Oh, you but my woman, now she trusts me. Yeah. And, dude, we live in the age of the screenshot. I sent DeMarco. Like, I get hit DeMarco. up all the time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. <laughs> I sent him a screenshot of, like, I, I'm, every podcast I'm on, everything I'm on, I'm very vocal. I have a fiance. I love her. It, women don't fucking care. No. They, they Hey, what's going on? Yep, they yep. send pics, and I block them. It's like, fuck, man. I'm not dumb enough to respond and get that screenshot out there. No, no, yep, fuck yep, that. No, yep. I'm gonna implode what I have here. Fuck that. Yep. No. But yeah, but, it ain't really worth it, man. So no. yeah, that's Norm's relationship advice: date within your own industry. I like it, that. It, it helps like fucking. Basically, fuck them at work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Hey, man. Same industry, right? <laughs> I mean, hey. Fuck them at work. You know what I mean? Like, have a like good that time. One, remember that female cop in what state? She was fucking the whole department. Oh, the whole department with the Indiana. She or was married. Yeah. Oh, she was yeah, like yeah, five yeah. guys, right? God seven. Damn. Man. Seven. I was like, what's the problem? <laughs> I, I didn't see a problem. Seven guys, yo. Hey, man, they was all having a good time. Unless yeah. you were the they, husband. They, so, they did she that. get fired or did all of them get fired? All of them got fired. Yeah. Man, come on, they was having a blast. Good luck. But I think yeah. also the issue was, too, man, you can't be fucking your subordinates, man. Yeah. Yeah. You can fuck coworkers, I think. I used but to I don't work. think you could fuck like your supervisor well, and stuff. You know? Oh, yeah. That that might be a little, <laughs> you know little too yeah. far. It's, yeah. yeah. Like, but I mean, your coworkers. Wonder why are... you got these fucking great shifts. You know <laughs> <laughs> hey, how you get so much PTO, man? This is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. That, that, yeah, that, you'll start to get that. Uh, Cause you know you'll get that backlash in, in a job place, man. Especially like a corporate job, you know. But it's, hey, yo, how you getting all this, man? Mm-hmm. And you yeah. and the, and you and the supervisor look real close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. man. Now nah, that that could be a whole issue. But I mean, I think if it's just like you know we both the same position, coworker, fuck it. When I was at a uh, USAA, see you in the parking lot. When I was at USAA, like those two years, and I was divorced, mm-hmm. dude. Everybody's fucking dude. Married women are fucking other men. It's like a safe space. You work with this guy eight hours a day. Relationships build. It's it's insane, especially the corporate world. And I was really surprised that women were the aggressors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're the aggressors, man. In that space, it's so funny. But uh, yeah, let me, give, I, let me give you young boys some more advice. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure if you got your own office, keep that door open, man. Yeah, keep Wide that door open, open when, the, when the when the woman's coming in there, man. That Protect yourself. <laughs> Protect yeah. yourself, man. If shit goes wrong. You're going to end up on the short end of the stick. Pause. <laughs> but in the military, I remember, like, I would get calls and, like, oh, we're getting divorced. When I was on the phones, yeah. My husband, who was a TDY or PCST, yeah. he's a lieutenant, and he hooked up with his, you know, his uh, subordinate or something like that. Yo, like, listen, man. Let me tell you what I did in it when I was in the military. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you what my job was. Just like I had all the dirt. Okay. My job literally <laughs> was to listen to our own phone calls and read our emails Oh, you had the inside scoop on everybody, dude. Now, we were doing it uh, to uh, make sure they weren't, like, passing secrets and, you know, protected oh, okay. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Betraying the country. Hold on. That's what the purpose is, but you still got to listen to all the phone calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you know how much wow shit. Yo, I ain't go in detail, but we used to know we could see the lines, the numbers, like the last four mm-hmm. for the whatever base we were listening to. Yeah, yeah. But I would come into work, and, like, literally, we would go to that, because, like, <laughs> that's where the action is. That <laughs> office... <laughs> It's fucking wild. That's son. where it's at. That's where it's at right there, yo. Yo, <laughs> yo, it goes down. They got the hottest people in look, there. Look, as soon as about six o'clock hit, whatever, he about to call girl over here. <laughs> oh, it's dark boo, hours. Boo. He rendezvous for this over here, yo. Oh shit! And you would just know, like, and I'm talking, but this is, you know, we're listening for months. Mm-hmm. So you know the whole story. She's <laughs> like a soap opera, like. 
Oh, Sergeant So and So. Oh, she got caught. Yo, I think the wife defiled something. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's crazy, man. Yeah, man. No, so fun, listening fun to shit. all those conversations, who cheats more, men or women? Might be a blend, right? Women cheat better. They're better liars. Yeah. They're, um, they're more, uh, how would you say it, uh, discreet. Yeah, Sometimes. I would say, this fucked up. Women are like, they savages with the cheating, too. Like, a lot of the dudes you hear, and it's not making it better, but it's kind of like wham, bam. Like, it's not a lot of thought to it. It's yeah, just yeah. kind of mm-hmm. shit happened. Men boom, don't boom. think that much Yo, when it comes to that. The shit I've heard with women, it's like, ooh, that, ooh. Like, I could probably get over. Yeah. Like, you know, I could probably, oh, you did whatever. You know what I'm saying? We might be able to work through that, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, oh, nah, you had this shit fucking planned the fuck out. Wow. Two years ago, like I always I, feel like I a woman. Met him. I met the motherfucker. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like really him? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Yo, damn, son. I thought he was gay. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. That's one of my funny lies. <laughs> Yo, I thought he was gay. gay. Her gay homeboy, her gay homeboy, will fuck her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or that guy she talks about at work, or mm-hmm. the one she thinks is an asshole. Yeah. That dude. It's always oh, yeah. that dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. She fucking. Yeah, but I think, man, I don't. But I don't view cheating as a um, deal breaker. You don't? Really? Nah. Why? Explain. Um, I don't have this thing where people think I'm crazy. I don't believe in loyalty. I don't even formulate the word in my head. I don't feel like anybody is obligated to be loyal to another person. Interesting. I feel like Mm. people have to respect you, and I feel like um, you should appreciate what people give you of themselves, Mm -hmm. but they're not obligated to you. So because of that, there's no obligation. If you see something or you want to do something that doesn't involve me, that's not my right to stop it. Regardless of how it makes I, you feel. I've thought this since I was a kid with girls, everything, you know, like you hmm. wanna go do you wanna go talk to so and so? Like, go ahead. Like, you're not I don't think you should be lying and shit like that, but you're not I don't own you. Nobody's yeah. nobody's fucking property. I think Nobody I, I, I think I know what you're saying. I think mm-hmm. you're saying like you're not gonna fight for it. If you want, go. Yeah, I, I'm gonna move on and do my own thing. And uh, I may say it may not, but I'm gonna go do my own thing. Yep, yep. I like think, there's, there's no, saying, there's yeah. no. Uh, of course, you might hurt this, that, or third. Yeah, you might not like, like it very much. You don't owe me shit, yo. Like nobody fucking. Yeah. You, that's a problem. I think with men, a lot of this shit going on with men out here with like domestic violence, mm-hmm. killing women. It's because they have its possession of them. Yep. They have a sense of like a sense of ownership. ownership of a, you yeah. can't own fucking people. So like, mm-hmm. yo, yeah, she fucked this dude over here. Okay, you hurt. You crying. This that a third. It's fucked up. This that a third. But like, it's yo, you, don't it, own, you don't it's own. It's either make that. a decision though, like either leave or forgive you her. Remember, remember we talked about um the, the pimps? Yeah, yeah. And it's almost like what he said, yo, you realize very quickly you don't own a woman's vagina. Yeah. Hmm. That's, That's true. hers. That's hers. That is hers to do what the fuck she wants to do. Now, if she's giving it to you, appreciate it. Enjoy it. This is the third. But, yo, she yeah. decides tomorrow she want to give it to somebody else. Yo, bro, you don't fucking own it, yo. What's that yeah. phrase? It's not yours. It's just your turn. It's just your turn, yo. Yeah. So that's what I mean by the whole loyalty and obligation to people. I just don't. I don't believe it. That possession piece, I can attest to that because, again, when I started dating, becoming a man whore, I remember dating my first 10. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, I'm that guy walking into the bar with the fucking 10. Everyone's looking. I'm that guy. Finally, I'm that guy. Yeah. 39 years old, right? And then when you see the signs of the relationship ending, I remember like, no, I don't want anybody else to have this. You're mine. And I remember getting really possessive. Like, yep. what the fuck's what wrong with me? me? I'm wrong not me? like this. I mean, yep. like Frodo with a ring. I just got insane, man. I just yep. couldn't let go of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I started making exceptions to my standards, started letting her walk all over me. 
it was a fucking it was a I learned a lot. So I don't hate her at all. I learned a lot about myself yep. and how easily uh seduced I, I could be. Let me I was weak minded. Like let me the tell Jedi. the young let me tell the young boys, this is something for the youngsters, teenagers and all, right? I think like this, talk about growing up, right? Yeah, I ain't the flyest. Well, I'm, I get fresh. But whatever. <laughs> I get fresh, right? I do all that. But yo, when you get the uh whatever town you in, fucking the cool girl at the camp, at the high school, once you get your first one of them, you realize you're cool in life. Like, yeah. your first, I don't want to say it, your bad bitch, as mm-hmm. people say it. Once you get the it girl, and you realize you can have it once, like you said. I had more than once, but yeah. Once you, well, once you had it once, <laughs> yeah. once you said you had your first mm-hmm. 10, mm-hmm. and you got over it, it's like, yo, dog, I can, I'm can. i all right. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Like, men need more confidence in themselves yes. to know like, yo, dog, I can get another one, yo. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't need to own this one. That part, that, I there guess. There were so many bad women in this world, son. There's Tons. so many. Yeah. What do you think about the idea? I think men learn about love in a different way than women. Uh, I think I grew up definitely with the Hollywood idea of it being romanticized. You know, you find your one woman, you're in love, it's forever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with women, they I don't know, they may learn it a different way. And I think a lot of young men see that. And think that, you know, once I'm with this person, it's it. It's forever. I'm in love. I've made that decision. But that's your idea of love, not not hers. Yep. And I think when we do get our first heartbreak, th- there's so many suicides, man. There's so many, like, guys who get assaulted. Uh, yeah, I'm going to kill myself if you don't call me back. It's stupid shit. Like, we just destroy ourselves. And I think a lot of young men have to learn that that technically doesn't exist. But time moves on. You don't let this one moment destroy you, dude. Yep. You have to learn from it and go on. Because like you said, there's plenty of bad women out there, dude. If you want that, if you want, if the you want, the, when I say bad, I'm not talking looks either. Yeah, she could be bad as yeah, subjective. like she's a badass person. Yeah, you know, bad as subjective. Woman, yeah. Like whatever you deem that. And I think part of you mentioned about traveling. Mm-hmm. I think it was that realization too. Like you're about to say some fucked up, fam. There is a fucking girl in the middle of a fucking hut in Africa, or fucking Dominican Republic, or fucking India, who's or single. Who doing is nothing that is fucking Making amazing. Fire or something. Yeah. yeah. Like literally, that is fucking <laughs> begging for a man. You know what I'm saying? Like the standards, you go anywhere and there's women, fam. I think, you know what? The problem Ooh. might be just too much isolation. Some people are so stuck in, the, yes. in their yes. own little place, their own little yep. world. It's like, yo, yo, fam, go to the other side here. of t- go to the other side of town, man. Yeah. You'll find one. Stop going to that club. There's other women. <laughs> go to another pond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, you brought up a good point. Uh, you know what the passport bro, passport bro movement is? Oh yeah, of course. Okay, so what are your thoughts on that? Since you are world traveled, man, do you think they say modern women here in the U.S. are trash? I think there's a good majority of women that are in that space, but not all women, of course. But are there better women in the other countries? Um, other I'm not going to say better. It's well, yeah, that's ex- a bad word. I'm sorry. Expectations. I'll give you a perfect example. I got a homeboy. He's married now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he don't care if I tell her. Shout out to my man, Matt. Matt was in <laughs> Africa with me. He's a white fucking guy from Pennsylvania. Good looking dude in shape. Just at a third plate. Golf. Yeah. He do all this. Fucking the king. He was the king over there. And he said, bro, you know how hard it is for me to go back to the States mm-hmm. and, you know, offer this woman a drink and her... Do this. He's like, yo, look at them. Like, it's a line of women here, mm-hmm. and he can have them all, every shade, every. And he's like, so the passport bros. What I'm getting at is, I understand it. Yeah, it's not necessarily that they're better. It's just less challenge as a man in mm-hmm. these other places. You you bring up um, a good point because uh, I had a guy who was a passport bro on my podcast, and he had a Korean, um, South Korean. 
uh, influencer, beautiful mm-hmm. woman. And I asked her, what are your, what do the Korean women think about the young men that come to the, to the, from the U S looking for a wife? Like, is there a type that they love? And she said, if you are tall, white and blonde hair, for whatever reason, that look is rare in South Korea. Yep. The height and just, uh, mm-hmm. you stand out and they just flock to that. So was your friend that um, type of standard? Like yeah. The he, height? Oh, yes. Yeah. And, and like I said, I was in fucking West Africa. Yeah. Okay. So white over there is like, like it's, yeah. the, it's the reverse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Just like if you're a black man, and I'm telling you, you go to fucking Germany and some of these European countries. Mm. Yes, yeah. you're a star, bro. They floating across the room to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I'm floating. I've seen it. I see them float off the air, levitated. They was in the air. They yeah. floated all through the crowd. That's crazy. It'll just end up in your lap or something. Yeah. I can see that. I I will say I've experienced these things in in certain places where I'm the only one of my kind. Yes. Really? And all of a sudden, you're just viewed at differently. Mm -hmm. The women there are looking at you differently because you you stand out. You you know, you're not like everybody else in the room. Yeah. I've had those moments. I like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The passport bro, even though passport bro's got to be honest, too. Y'all are fucking uh, doing some some wild, freaky shit with young girls, too. Mm -hmm. And uh, some... I don't want to say sex trafficking, but it's some, some wild shit going on with some of the yeah. passport bros. Oh, and, and, yeah. and I know, you know what the fuck going on in Colombia and DR, son. Yeah. Oh, 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 wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> pause. <laughs> no, we know what's going on over there. What uh, do you think, though? What do, I mean, you well, talked to them. I, I didn't know about them until I started seeing videos, and it was more or less guys saying, you know, fuck American women. Modern modern women are bitches. They, are, they ain't worth the shit. Uh, I'm going overseas. You know, the, the juice ain't worth the squeeze. So they were just trashing American women. I'm like... As multicultural as the U.S. is, you're telling me you couldn't find one woman. And uh, I didn't like how they had this uh, just they're more or less stereotyping the entire demographic. And they're going to another country and they're just selling this idea. I got 18-year-old guy saying, passport bros, like, fuck, you never left your mom's house. Well, let me, let me, tell, you, <laughs> yeah. let me tell you something else to passport bros, too. Um, yeah. Just for you passport bros listening, when you bring them to the States... They're gonna leave you. They're gonna leave you. They're gonna see a whole lot of what they like. Yep. <laughs> Listen, you better keep them over there in that third world country, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause soon as they get over here on this American soil, hey, you're not, you're not gonna out. you're not gonna look so unique anymore. <laughs> no, trust me yep. man, at all. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, and, and let man. me ask you this: since you've, you've traveled, like, if a guy here has zero dating success, like he's not good with women. He has his hatred toward women. We've all been around that one guy who was just full of hate. Like, dude, like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Do you think he's actually going to have a successful dating life overseas if yeah, he has you, that same attitude? Yeah, because you can pay for it, and it's dirt cheap. But yeah. that's, so it's his money. Uh, yes. So the women he's bitching about in the U.S. who only want for his money, he's getting the same thing yeah, overseas. Yeah, but it's only $100 a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do know a lot of them that are I'm not. I'm not joking. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, the one, there's a lot of them that I've, I've spoken to the house, the cost of living is cheaper. Like for sixty, fifty thousand a year, you can live like a king mm-hmm. in like Taiwan or something like yep, that, or yep. the Philippines, and have mm-hmm. like a like all those uh, podcasts or like uh, social media videos. You see them eating at a lavish restaurant. Yep. They're like it's cheap. It's dirt cheap. Yeah, that's why they're doing it. So and, that's why you could feed the whole family for a couple hundred bucks a month. Mm-hmm. You're taking care of a, a village, and yeah. she'll do everything you that you want her to do. But mm. the, I thought they wanted a woman who doesn't want them for their money. No, see, that's why they're stupid. They just, yeah. <laughs> it's all about value, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're only spending $100 a week, that's not money. But the girl mm. asks you for $1,000 a week, oh, this bitch is a gold digger. Facts. This is the third. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. But it's she ain't all, asking for the cash. It's all, it's all, it's all, uh, it's all what, what value you place on the, going back to dating within your tax bracket. Yeah. Mm. These girls right here, they're below your beans, so mm-hmm. you can 
It's nothing. It's yeah. nothing. But yeah, that, that shit they're talking. It's and I know I know them personally. I see them. I've been to the countries. I see them in the countries. Mm-hmm. You know what else is prevalent over there? The women in those countries are passport mamas. Do you call them? Passport. I don't know where they are. Yeah, but they're, passport uh, mamas. No, because they're paying for the young boys too. Oh, mm, okay. They're buying off the young boys to date them. A few of them that I've spoken to, and let me ask you if this is true or not. But uh, the most dangerous company they're saying, the most dangerous country they're saying, is Colombia. You have to be careful not to flash your money. They say. Oh, you're the robber. Yeah, and they had. They said there's this dust called the devil's breath mm-hmm. that, like, you can become a zombie. They they blow it at you, and you're like, what the hell? And you're a zombie for eight hours, and they clean out guys' accounts. Uh, <laughs> yo. Yeah, look up. There's a crazy video on YouTube. The devil's breath in Colombia. It's insane, dude. Yeah, oh man, don't want to go in detail yeah. on some of these stories. But you got to be careful out there, man. If you go <laughs> yo, listen, man, that's wild, of, man. Yo, some of the shit that they're doing to men is wild. And the position the men are putting themselves in. Yeah, I'm talking. They are getting right, man. Put your shit in the safe. Mm-hmm. But they're working with the um the hotel people too to get yep. in the safe as well. Man, be careful, passport bros. Yeah, you could lose it all. It's wild out here in the street. I've seen a couple of them on there begging for money because they got robbed. For all their shit from mm-hmm. these hot hot girls. Hey, man. Oh, yeah. Waking up in a tub of ice. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, the passport. No, now, yeah. now I think uh, there's a, there's organizations uh, asking permission for the organs now. It's different. Yeah. It's a different ball game now over there. Mm-hmm. I, I recommend if you have the means, everybody, to just get your passport and go to uh, a second or third world country. Not a resort country, not Mexico, not, you know, go into Colombia, go, overseas, go overseas. into a city and just feel it and see what it's like and you'll have a different uh, view. And I can live, yeah. I've lived overseas, I can, I actually don't mind it, but the expectations of what they think is happening, the mm-hmm. passport bros, because mm-hmm. they went to Brazil yeah, and she get, only, get a baddie. And she only cost $30 a night, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, oh, she loved this and the third. It's like, all right, bro. Like, yeah. Bring it to the states. There are some, a small percentage that are going to find a good woman. Like yeah. I want to find a tr- woman with traditional values, and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, we'll go. That's fine. Uh, and a lot of young men are saying, I want a stay-at-home wife and a, a traditional woman. I'm like, well, can you afford that? You know how much it costs to keep a house of kids and a, and a wife and a home. I mean, do you have the career and income to su- the means? Even support? I know you want yeah. that, but can you support that? They're pro- they're, pro- they're they're paying for prostitutes, man. Yeah, that's sad. They're just. Walking hypocrite. Then Shout out know. to the passport bros. <laughs> I, see, I see you, baby. Yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what? Any last topics we need to try man, to get to? I, don't know, man. I say I topics, even though we great, freestyled man. the whole damn thing. Yeah, I don't know. Let me let me know, man. What you? I talk about whatever, dude. I'm got no time. I do. I, I think one more thing that I wanted to talk about was uh, or ask you. Sure. More or less is uh, what are, what are some uh like these days with the conversations you're having. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that you're noticing more that, like, people really need to work on? Oh, I'm sorry. Because, uh, like, I know a lot of, I think we talked earlier before the show, I forgot exactly what the subject matter was, but about, like, kind of males and, uh, what, like, taking advantage of or, like, allowing people to take advantage of them. Things like things like that. Like, what are what are these things that people are coming to you for that they're doing that you're like, yo, why are you doing this? I uh, Well, let me start with young men. Uh, it's funny because... I have a lot of friends who are coaches, right? Female and mm-hmm. male. And I think the problem is there's a lot of young men and women out there. I'll, I'll talk about young men right now is that they want a traditional woman. They want to be better and having a dating life and just be overall better a person. But a lot of them don't want to put in the effort or be accountable. Like this one female coach uh, in Miami, 
a lot of guys reach out to her. She goes, okay, well, how about this? Oh, you, you need to drop 50 pounds. You, if you want to go out there and get uh, these baddies that you want, you need to be a baddie yourself and just put your best foot forward, get some clothes, and a lot of guys are like, fuck that. They should want me for being a nice guy. That's not enough. I mean, you can be a nice mm-hmm. guy, but you have to be at least the best you, whatever that version is, and a lot of them don't want to put in the word. They think who they are is enough. And that should be enough to get me what I want. But in a lot of cases, they don't want to evolve. They don't want to be accountable for any constructive criticism whatsoever. And a, a lot of women are in the same space. A lot of women, uh, what I'm seeing is a lot of women think that men only want a woman for looks, which, you know what? The, yeah, every man wants a beauty, right? But we, not, not all of us want a baddie. Mm-hmm. And they think that men have this unrealistic standard. So um, they think that the personality is second to the looks, which is not true. It's not especially true. Especially the older men get. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. the older you get. I mean, yeah, looks are great and all, and that's just like a, a novelty that a wears out fast. Mm-hmm. But it's the, we've all met a woman who was like a nine or 10, but then she opens her mouth and she's like a two now, like, cause she's all just cursing everything, whatever. That's a drastic drop. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know what I'm yeah. saying? He's like, oh, she has a horrible personality. Yep. But uh, there's a lot of people out there who are, don't want to take accountability to improve themselves. Or they already have a built-in idea of what the opposite sex wants. They only want a guy who's six foot. They only want a guy who uh, has six figures, who's rich and Bugatti. Uh, that's all women want. So I'm not that. I didn't win the gene pool lottery, so I'm giving up on women. And now we have a MGTOW mo- movement called men going out on their own who are just giving up on women. Mm. And it's like a community, dude, of men. Like, a, like on a Reddit, 4chan, they just gave up. And they're all supporting each other, which I hate because... Yeah, I fucking, yeah. Misery loves company, dude. Yeah, I fucking hate that, and they just don't understand that. And like, if you want to give up women and just have this hatred, they're like in this echo chamber of just throwing it back and forth. They want chads. They want the chads. They don't want a good man. Ha ha. She's a single mother. Fuck her. She could have picked one of us, but she didn't. So there's a lot of uh, lack of accountability. There's a lack of um, (laughs) a lack of um, goddamn it. uh, hatred. There's, no, there's hatred out there. There's hatred and confusion. And I think a lot of it ties to what they see on social media because a lot of them don't have real life experience or they get their heart broken once or twice and they give up. And it's like, come on, man, we'll learn from that. You know, why am I going to approach her? She's just going to claim that I'm a stalker or that uh, I'm, a, I'm a creep. I'm like, well, no. Has that happened to you in, in real life? No. Well, you saw it online, right? So it's like they get all these preconceived notions on what the other sex wants and they're just giving up. I think too. It's uh, fucking sad, man. I think the the mindset of uh, people who feel like uh, you know how like you always hear uh, somebody say, "Oh, uh, I deserve this and I deserve that." Because I'm a like, good guy. Or a good no, I, I actually hear a lot more women say it. But then again, I have more, most of these conversations with women about them deserving what, and I'm like, well, what makes you feel like you deserve uh, this this type of person, this type of man or girl, whatever you're into? Yeah, and. The answers get real small when that question gets uh, asked to them. Hmm. And so I'm all like, see, you don't have a response when it comes to, like, why you deserve to have this standard of a of a man in your life. Right. Besides you just saying that, oh, it's just me. Like, this is just what I deserve. Like, nah, you, you're not doing really nothing to, to get that, to earn that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you have to earn that necessarily, but you're not winning somebody over by you just showing up. Right. It, 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 that's not enough. So I think that that whole... When people get rid of that mindset of like I deserve this, mm-hmm. uh, I think they they might be in a better place and have uh, a lot more options than they realize they have. 
True, true. It's deserve got nothing to do with it, baby. Yep. Exactly. There's also, uh, if I can tell this other part, I mean, there's tons of topics if you want me to go, but the other part is uh, young men giving up in 18, 19 because they're saying that if a woman's beautiful and she posts a sexy picture that her DMs are just all with these blue check marks, these guys from Dubai. Apparently, there's a lot of beautiful women who are getting flown out to Dubai. Yes, that's yeah. going on for years. That's the thing. Yeah, and uh, they're, like, getting, they're getting pooped on. Yep, they're getting, yeah, all that's this all shit. I've heard. Yep. I've, Damn, I've heard those like stories. Shit it on? Damn. Yeah. Amongst other things, yeah. Yeah. But that's they're crazy. saying, like, young women, I mean, it wasn't like this for me in the 90s. If you're a young, pretty woman, I mean, your, uh, I guess your audience was pretty limited to, like, your, your town, your, your, your town yeah. the group, your circle. But yeah. now if you're a beautiful woman, and you don't even have to post a sexy photo, but if you're a beautiful woman and you start posting, you're going to get the attention of the entire world. And it's harder for young men to compete with that when a lot of young women get the attention and there's options all over the place. So that's another reason why men have given up, young men have given up because they say there's just so many options I can't compete with that. But see, like, man, man like, no. fucking weight up. No, no, I'm already said too. Yo, there's so many women out here. Not everybody's a social media Thank queen. You. Thank you. Like, yo, go to a library. You know what I'm saying? Go, 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 go somewhere, yo. Like, go to a coffee shop. There's somebody, every time I go to a coffee shop, there's a woman always sitting by herself. Yep. Yo, pull up. Like, you know, you're trying to go to the neighborhood bar and, and find your soulmate. It's probably not the, the best route. You know what I mean? Man, I'm in this group. Um, One of these groups I'm in on Facebook. Uh, it's just a wide range of people, right? You know, mm-hmm. some, I, not caps, like some famous people. Like, I kind of deal in the music space. So a lot okay. of writers, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there are the women in there. It blows my mind. I mean, like, lawyers, professors. Um, uh, by doctors, d- doctors, uh, people that run the marketing campaign for Beyonce. They, like I'm talking, you know, choreographers. They, yeah. every single one of them single. Yeah, every single one of them. You know what they say? And they're like, you know, talk. We're all homies and stuff. It's like, oh, this dude. I'm like, I'm a professor. He doesn't think he's smart enough for me. Like I like him, <laughs> but he's intimidated for this one. Mm-hmm. This one over here. Yeah, you know, um. I'm in the industry. I work for fucking Hennessy. I'm at all these parties, you know, the head marketing, head of the marketing department, not just. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I'm around a lot of rappers and entertainers, so Mm -hmm. they're like, well, you're probably fucking with one of them. Yep. And, like, when you get to know these people, and even though it's online, you know, you start knowing people and who Mm -hmm. they are, you're like, bro, she's regular as fuck. In a good way. Yeah. Like, all she wants is somebody to come home with and watch fucking Netflix yeah, and eat, normal shit. And eat fucking Thai food on the... The, yep. the same shit we all do with... And the dudes they come across, they they come through, they enter feeling like they're not worthy. Yeah. And then they project that when they do get the opportunity to date them or go on some dates and instead of third, it's like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not here. It's Their like, insecurity surface. It's like, bro, yeah. she just want to fucking go... T- Go to a basketball game, bro. Like, you know yeah, some, <laughs> like just regular shit. She don't even want to sit courtside, man. She's mm-hmm. cool. She's cool up there. In the 100s. <laughs> <In> the 100s. <laughs> yep. But like, so many dudes almost like talk themselves out of uh, great situations or worth decent it. women. Yeah. Yeah. By just entering because of status or positions that people have and they feel like they're not worthy. It's like, fam, she don't need your money. She don't want your money. Mm-hmm. She don't want this. She just she clearly wants, likes you. She likes you. She's want to crack some jokes. Fucking go on vacation every once in a while, and mm-hmm. you know what? Get, yeah. get her back. Get her back blown out. That's hilarious. If you could deliver those things and make her laugh every once in a while, and mm-hmm. you know, you know. But what's crazy is that like before before the man, uh, you know, even has the opportunity to bag a woman like that, 
that's what they desire and talk about with their homies before. Yeah. But then when it comes down to it, it's almost like you're choking. Like, and, what's and, happening? You, I know you see everything I just said. I know you see that facts, facts yeah. every day, and you're you're like, mm-hmm. bro, you almost want to like tell the guy like, yo, come here, yeah. man, I'm gonna give you some hits. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you know and I tell them that, and it's if a lot of men, young men, they see that, and what what did they get that idea from? Social media, pornography. And just what they've heard other friends say. So, like, but no real life experience, dude. And again, their own insecurities. Like, you talk to other men, nah, I can't handle that. Well, that, why can't you? Yep. A man who knows his worth and is confident in himself would be, oh, really? Let me introduce me. How many, how many, yeah. like, just, you got to throw a number, like, these women that other men would consider the girl they want. Yeah. How many of them have told you, like, I just want somebody to just ask me to go to coffee. Go get some coffee. Like, <laughs> At least more than 100, man. Yo, like, more than 100. Yeah, you should are... start like a, a, a match. A I match was thinking site, about that, but I don't know if I'd be good at that. But uh, it's it, it's uh, everyone just has these preconceived notions of yeah. what the other person wants without even getting to know them. Yep. They're making judgments without even talking to them. Yep. Mm-hmm. And again, it's that insecurity like, oh, you work with a bunch of men? Like, oh, red flag, red flag. Yep. No, I'm not going to do that now. Yeah, you're like... No, she's like the athletic trainer for a mm-hmm. fucking NFL team, bro. Like, it's cool. Like, she's been there forever. If she wanted to get with the NFL guy, she would have been there already. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you know what? <laughs> okay, dude, it, this is super crazy because even in recent years, I've met like some like dope ass women. Yeah, who uh, they just happen to be in professions that are male dominated, mm-hmm. and they just happen to be in that job, you know, work environment too. But. While the guy who maybe she's talking to finds out about like where she work and like who she work with, they don't even realize like yo those coworkers of hers her they look at her as the homie. Not everybody's trying to fuck. Yes, right? yes. you know what I'm saying. Right. There might have been a few you know apples in there they wanted to. <laughs> you know what's funny? They're not looking because they're like not just one of the homies. Like women that work in those spaces, they hard. Yes, like they fucking they ain't taking no shit. Like yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like. Exactly, because they, they're going into a male-dominated yes. environment, so they're not, what are they going to do, ruin their brand? If she has self-worth and respects herself, she's not going to go start fucking everybody when she's trying to prove her name. Yeah, the fucking exactly. players are yeah. right there like, they fucking, yes, yeah. ma'am. Yes, no, yes. but they don't understand that. Yes. It's like, oh, dude, man. So and That's, like, the, that's you know, the unfortunate like, part. Like, yo, she run this whole shit, man. That's... They were all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they had yeah. one story about the cop, right? Like, yeah. of course. And then... Yeah. Yep. 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 There you but go. not the fucking the the DA. That's a woman that like, how do you think she got to the top by putting all these motherfuckers in check? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's that one cop ain't is definitely not going to the top. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. She just giving top. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be here all week, folks. <laughs> hey, guys, hey, catch me next week. <laughs> Yo, man, but hey, this has been uh, it's been a great conversation. As yes. always, uh, I awesome. think uh, sitting down with you is actually uh, probably some of my favorite episodes we've had are, are alongside you. Not even just on our show, but when we featured on yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the feedback is great. Like, I think this is what people need from time to time. And uh, at least from us, because we don't usually yeah. do this. But... Uh, it, it's good to to switch over and have this kind of like you know informative type of uh, podcast session, and man, you know maybe we reach out to people. You say you you didn't save some lives before. You never know who we would touch on. You know, just on this episode alone. So uh, right. we appreciate you coming out as always. Uh, but of course, we ain't getting out of here without the Cush of the Week segment. That's what I was trying oh, to. Oh, forgot about trying, that. That's what I was trying to look up. <laughs> I that's think, why I picked up my phone, people. I was looking for the Crush of the yeah, Week. Yeah, man. Uh, I think are we picking three or one? 
Each one, right? Well, one each. One each. One okay, each. there you go. Okay. Oh man, if you tell us pick three, that's that's taking too far. Oh, I got, I got. I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start it off. I'm gonna go with an old faithful. Um, this is cheating, but it is uh, NBA basketball season is here. Sorry for dropping the phone again. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> go with the legend, my girl, my favorite NBA uh, a sideline. Not that reporter, commentary. My girl Doris Burks, man. Hey, the, le- hey. the legend, Doris Burks. Okay. The legend, the OG. <laughs> <laughs> OG Doors Burke. Yeah. I got a thing for uh, old white women. This is true. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this right, is true. This old is old true. white women. Yeah, I guess we're going all white girls this time because yeah. I got a white girl myself. This My time. wife knows that about me too. My wife knows that about me too. Does he have a white you like old white women? Yeah, like she's like, because I. I told you, I, I feel like I'm an old white woman in That's my spirit. Like, yo, I, see, look, if we he had a chance, hey, he would he would have been with Betty White. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but, yo, what? 75-year-old Betty? Woo, smoker. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not a 100-year-old Betty, but 75-year-old Betty? See, mm-hmm. I'm more of a fan of 30-year-old Betty, but, you know, yeah. that's that's okay. But he would have taken the 75. Yes, mm-hmm. man. All right. Damn. Shout out to old white women. All right, well, <laughs> are you are you ready? Are you prepared? Uh, I can. I think of two. I think I told... This one before, so I'm gonna go another one. I'm gonna go with uh, Samantha Robinson when she was in the movie The Love Witch. Okay, I love that look. It's like a classic uh, '60s, '70s, R- R- Hammer Films, BC fucking movie. So I love that okay. look. So Samantha Robinson, I'll give you the picture on that. That's my Shut that's up. my style. That classic beauty, man. Gotcha. Okay. I like that classic like a traditional Hall- look. Fuck yeah, that's my that's my look. When a woman is just uh, she's showcasing her beauty. With not, but not her sexuality. It's mm-hmm. just her, her face and her, her outfit. That's oh, you're attracted that's by something else. Oh yeah. Hey, yo, I mean, relax. It's all right, man. <laughs> Pause. Man, look, <laughs> look, look. He, he can shoot the club up with no repercussions. Hey, no, no problems. <laughs> no, no repercussions. You got nothing to worry about, man. You don't got to worry about planting the garden, man. It's all right. That's right. Hey, man. Well, I'm gonna go with um, you know what? Just because you brought up Evil Dead earlier, and I thought that she did a phenomenal job. The main actress, Alyssa Sutherland. Okay. Oh, I thought one. she did uh, a fantastic... Uh, you know, I didn't even know she was a character in the Vikings. Okay. I've never seen that yeah. show. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I started it, but she's in there. Okay. Uh, but yeah, just watching this movie, even though I know some people are not going to like it, it's super gory. Uh, but just like, just the way she portrayed, even the kids. The yeah. kids are acting like, yo, you really think these people are like frightened for their lives. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking about, to me, when it came to the acting, that shit was... Was mm-hmm. top notch. I mm-hmm. think that that was the highlight of the movie, besides the effects. Gotcha. But uh, Alyssa Sutherland, yeah, man, I think you know she's tall. I got a thing for tall white girls. Okay. And uh, and and she definitely murdered that role, man. She stole the show. So, man, yeah. shout out to her. Stephen A. What's happening? Ne- ne- Nemo said he got one too. Nemo, come on, let's bring the camera guy in the mix. Say it loudest. Oh, she's not. No, nah, we can't do it then. Chelsea Perry. Chelsea Perry. Chelsea Perry, man. Rug. Shout out to Chelsea Perry. Shout out to good old Chelsea, man. Doing big things in the Chelsea comedy big world. Things. Yeah, man. Hey, you know, there's a couple of comedy girls that I find real attractive, man. Uh, my brother disagrees. Who? Uh, well, uh, Aquafina. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Aquafina, yo. Chill. Yo, uh, what's her name? Um... Uh, like, um, Wanda Sykes, female comedian. Whitney Cummings is one. You know I don't yeah, know the comedian, so she's always coming. <laughs> oh damn! Nah, my bad. That was you corny. Do, you were doing good, man. I think this I was doing so well. Right? You were doing so well, man. Hey, you almost got. I did pod. good all, all podcast long. I did well, man. Rudy, this never fails. He always <laughs> gives us one. He always gives us one. Bro. I can't just go the whole episode <laughs> yeah. and not fuck up. <laughs> 
but I think this kind of proves my point that ladies, men love a woman with a sense of humor. Yes. I think we don't talk about that enough. If a mm-hmm. woman can make you laugh, dude, oh, dude, that's... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> laugh off the draw. Nothing like getting your boxers. Oh my she god! She laughed me out my drawers. She laughed me out my drawers, man. Hey, name of the pod. <laughs> laugh me out my, my drawers, draws. man. That's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> I do too, yo. <laughs> yo, man. Shout out to all our questions, man. Rudy, again. Anything you want to plug in before uh, we tap out here? Uh, no. Just if you have any questions, you want to schedule a coaching session, just email me at rudevice at gmail You can find me on TikTok. Uh, my podcast, Root Advice, so you can see me on there on all listening platforms and Facebook and especially YouTube. YouTube is going to be my primary outlet, so just go to YouTube, type in Root Advice. That's where I'm going to do all my lives and all my uh, one-on-one QAs. Hey, you never know. We might be back on Root Advice. Oh, you are. You are. Before we get off the air, are you scared of the YouTube lives? No. Why would I? I'm just scared to always say something that I want to take back later. Well, <laughs> oh, when you go, oh, the fact of going live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you got to have that filter on, so you got to be yeah. conscious. After a while, you get like, used to it, yeah. Ah, oh, edit. Yeah, I can't edit that one out. No, that's when you just got to cut the live. <laughs> Before somebody screenshot that. <laughs> you ever had that moment yet where you're like, ooh. No, I've been no, I've been doing lives so you've been, you've been good? for a while. Yeah, yeah, but there's times where I want to say something, but I'm like, nah, you know. Like but I think I think you've had a, he's had a lot of experience like yes. even when you was doing like the movies movie reviews yeah. like you had a very like kind of PG kind of yes where you you knew what to say what not to say so I yeah. mean and each platform is different I mean TikTok yeah. is probably the most sensitive but YouTube and Facebook you can be a little bit more loose but you just can't be like uh, dropping it I just have one request what's that I would like to see a, even if it's just one this year <laughs> okay just like a movie. From this year that you want to like do a review on, I would love to see that happen. Okay, like does me, that you thing do it together you... or just me? Like, what? Just... Oh shit, man, I join in. Okay, right? hey, we'll figure something out. Okay. You know what else, too? You should do those uh, uh, short horror films again. I am a little I, visuals. I, yeah, yo, yeah. this dude got some talent. I like to see it. Yeah, I made a little horror movie. It's like a tribute to the movie, the game PT, mm-hmm. Silent Hills, and uh, that one. It's actually getting a lot of uh, traction now. Like people have, are catching it again. And uh, people is, are like, "Holy it, shit! Like you should." Is it do because like- of, is it because of the Kendrick song? What? The, what? Because Kendrick dropped that song, Silent Hills. No, it's from the video game. Oh no, nah. no, I know. But <laughs> no, no, but oh, the song, why, is, oh, why the song you're... is titled from the song is titled from the video game. Yeah, that might be oh. why you're getting some traction. That's yeah. probably yeah. People are like, yeah. "Hey, you should do like behind the scenes." So I that was probably my favorite thing I've ever done as far as like being creative, making a little movie with my phone. You know, we'll, we'll plug that in because I, yeah. I watched that video and I, I almost didn't believe that he just did all that himself. With my phone. I was like, somebody somebody had to be there. <laughs> somebody filmed it for, like, you know, yeah. was behind the scenes. But nah, it was like all in-house. Like, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, hey, it, get this, the special effect where I have my uh, my love witch. She's like like flickering like in those horror movies. I didn't know how to do it, so I put it out on Twitter. And uh, the director from Shazam, he gave me a tip. I forgot his name. It's like something Sandberg goes, hey, well, try this. Wow. And uh, I recorded like a high-speed video, like 10 minutes worth, and then it gave her that glitchy look. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but the director of Shazam gave me that tip. Oh, so so he just saw your video. Oh, he, I put the question on Twitter, and he responded. Oh, nice, dope. nice. So late then, so thank you. Nice. Super Shout dope, out to man. Shazam. I think my son just went to see that last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, Norm, anything else? Oh, nah, leave? man, I'm chilling, baby. So I know you're out here in the streets. So I want to make sure you get a, you know. People, no, going, people going know what's watch, happening. I'm going home and watch the game. David Sandberg, the director. Shout out to David, David Sandberg. Sandberg. Shout out to him, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, uh, once again, man. Yeah, nothing to plug. Nothing to plug today. Nah. I don't have shit going on either. <laughs> um, I'm a loser. No, I'm just kidding. And I fa- I failed. I almost went to podcast doing fantastic. 
Yes. But, uh, yeah, man, episode 274 of the CSP. Rudy, thanks again for coming on to the show. Thank you. Norm, Appreciate as you, always, brother. man. Uh, Nemo hope, in the building. Nemo, of course, in the building, as always. Uh, man, we will see you guys next week. Hopefully y'all enjoy this. And, uh, you know, ask the questions, but don't ask us. <laughs> <laughs> Rudy Vice Podcast, baby. <laughs>